listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Can I kick it to all the people who can quest like a tribe does? Before this, did you really know what live was? Comprehend to the track for it's why, because getting measures on the tip of the vibers. Rock and roll to the beat of the funk fuzz. Wipe your feet really good on the rhythm rug. If you feel the need to urge a freak, do the jitterbug. Come and spread your arms if you really need a hug. Hey. Put a little country twang <laughs> on it. I'm sorry. It's all right. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Wednesday. Uh, a good Wednesday, man. This is a... Uh, probably what might be the last show before the holidays start right yes because uh, i think what saturday's christmas eve yep sunday is christmas mm-hmm. so i don't even know if we'll be doing shows then because i gotta go eat my aunt's cooking i can't yeah and i gotta make banana pudding and honey to be a goddamn riot yeah so we gotta keep it we gotta keep it with the family times for the holidays so this might be uh the christmas edition of the blackout tips for a lot of people uh, and we couldn't do Christmas without family, and I feel like three guys on this family, so you should recognize the voices at the start of this podcast. We got my man Andy Klein. What's going on, man? Uh, things are good. I just moved. I'm still unpacking. Uh, loving life at a new house. You guys just moved recently, right? Yeah, man. I really enjoyed the yeah. opportunity to redecorate and, and all that stuff, it's even though. Start fresh. Yeah, I try to just keep yeah. it positive. You know what I mean? Moving sucks, but. Yes, it You does. just try to keep it somewhat positive. Yes, and we yeah, all. Owe... I haven't, I haven't hung a single picture. I've done none of that yet. It's, I mean, I'm only about a month in, but I feel like it's going to be a good four month process. Yeah. To, to even unpack everything. It is. It yeah. Is, it's, it's a process. It's a long process. And we old. So we did old people shit like high movers and that yep, type of so shit. Because I'm like, nah, I, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. Well, it's like uh, that George Carlin bit about how everybody thinks they have stuff and other people have shit. But when you have yeah, to yeah. Mo- when you have to move, you realize how much of your stuff is shit. Because you'd be like, I don't want that. <laughs> You're like, do I really need a motherfucking kegerator? I don't think so. That no. shit's going to the trash. I'm this not is, lifting that. I got two crock pots. I only need one. One got to go. Yeah, I don't need to lift another item that <laughs> y'all motherfuckers can come down here and get this washing machine. I'm not lifting it. No. <laughs> like, I was just giving away shit that last couple of weeks. Like, just come get it. What you want? TV? You need the end tables? Right. As long as you come in and carry it your motherfucking <laughs> self. I'm it's not helping. Yours. That's the only warning you're getting. Uh, and then also, they were renovating, know, they do? were renovating apartments in our apartment complex and it just got to ours and they were like, uh, we about to hook this shit up, but y- y'all gotta move. Yeah. They was like, you can't renew. Renewal is not an option. <laughs> so we moved, uh, like right up the block in our same apartment complex, but, uh, it was cool though. Cause the renovations are dope, man. We got, yes uh we got the nest thermostat thing where you can use your phone and wi-fi and like when you leave the house it can tell so it's like oh we can let it be cold in here and save some money yeah it's like nobody in the house yeah then when you come back it turns on magically like oh we know you home you know you're getting close to the house let's put it back to 70 degrees or whatever um and then also uh we got like this under cabinet lighting we got this uh we got one of those bluetooth speakers Mm -hmm. that's just in the kitchen somewhere you know what i mean like i don't know where it's just in the kitchen yeah just all kinds of little (laughs) like wood floors and shit just i mean they really hooked it up so it's like if we moving at least we you know getting some new shit right pay this more rent right if i'm paying more i won't see where my money go i give them credits i see where my money go yeah um and and that's in that's not a house yeah just an apartment 
yeah just an apartment wow. man they just hooked it up um yeah, that's see around here you'd be paying like three grand a month or something like that yeah. with integrated bluetooth <laughs> oh. speakers just yeah. like the that's thermostat i don't i mean I I'm, I almost bought one of those actually. The only reason I want one is because so I can just sit in bed and change the temperature Dog, from my phone. It's worth it yeah. for that alone. Yeah, like it is. I'll be in I'll be in the bedroom sometime. I'll be like, it's hot. I don't want to get up and go in that motherfucking living room. Or even work. The worst is when it's cold. Thermostat alone is worth a thousand dollars a month on rent. Yo, the worst is when it's cold. Cause when it's cold, you really don't want to get out of the warm bed, but it's the only thing that's keeping you strictly in your bed is how fucking cold it is in your house. So you just don't do yeah. shit. But when yeah. you got that little, uh, when you got the app, you can just be like, Oh no, I turned that heat up. Yeah. And then we're going to get up in about five, 10 minutes. Yeah. And, and even better than that, he ain't got to depend on me to do it. Cause I will go on it and I will fuck the shit up. Yeah. Karen, <laughs> Karen has a college degree, but refuses to learn how to operate a thermostat. I don't, at this point, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> Oh, let, me, let me tell you something, brother. It ain't just Karen. It's all women. Oh, uh, you don't know how to do it. Okay, I, I, was... it's women, I know it's our women. Let me just say it. Like okay, that. okay. Black women, they don't, don't y'all don't fuck with the thermostat. I don't know the rules. I didn't. I've, I've just been walking around this whole time thinking it was the I married the one person who can't read the thermostat. Oh no, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying your woman and my woman. Okay. That's black and white. So okay. I don't know what the it's just, it's just bananas, man. Yeah, you like know, you can't work this. I've shown you. So many times. So many fucking times. It's like you know what it is. It's honestly, man, let's just keep it real. Uh this is what happens when people don't give a fuck about what you say, man. It's like it's like how your dog knows you gonna clean up the shit anyway. You know what I mean? So it's like fuck it man if it's cold in here i'll just make you do it like you'll come on you'll be cold and then you'll fuck with the thermostat but i'm not doing shit yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh either like me i made it worse because he told me to go turn the temperature and so i set the temperature didn't realize i had to click the shit over the heat I had the house freezing it was like fucking <laughs> 50 degrees in here for like two days <laughs> it was like a long ass time I, I woke up the next day like what the fuck did i shit break and i went and i was like and it was like the thermostat was like yeah 70 something degrees or whatever but uh, the actual temperature in the house was like 43 degrees i was like what the fuck happened i told you to set it and she was like i did and i was like you didn't even turn it to heat there's only three buttons on it cool all the heat it's, it's not even difficult she don't care man it's just, so i thought it was already all heat shit I've been there, man i've been there i've had yeah. just staying here what are you looking at where are you looking right i thought it was on heat why would i say turn on the heat if it was on heat <laughs> that does that does that's like go turn on the car if the car already running that doesn't make sense <laughs> to say turn on the car anyway uh <laughs> how are you doing anyway randy uh, this is uh, of course Randolph Terrence. You guys should know him from uh, Three Guys on as well. Hey, man, I'm doing all right. I went to the doctor today. I found out I am diabetic. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have diabetes, mm. and I should definitely uh, curtail uh, my drinking. <laughs> mm, the brown, <laughs> which I will be doing. Uh, uh, the highlight of my day. <laughs> going to the doctor. I for, my- 
now did they say did they say you have like you have diabetes right now or they were like pre-diabetic if i didn't work right now i'd probably be blind loss of foot whole nine yards (laughs) (laughs) you you had the sugars because i work out the way i work out i'm keeping it in check and i've been keeping it in check apparently for years now Mm. So are you are you delaying the foot loss or are you is it going to be prevented? Yeah, let's hope. Yeah, (laughs) let's let's hope. Yeah, that that's wild, man. Yeah, that's why that's wild too because of what you do for a living, you know. And that's 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 what they said, and they were like, "Well, we can't tell you to work out more, so we can't do that." And you definitely you definitely would lose. You definitely would lose some customers if you if you lost a foot. <laughs> <laughs> I just come in. Hey, <laughs> that's some horrible. That's some horrible advertising. You know what I mean? <laughs> a trainer with a walker. Yeah. What, what's up with your trainer? Oh no. Randolph's a great trainer. I mean, he lost a foot to the sugar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now drop and give me twenty. Right. <laughs> you lazy. Get up, man. You don't even got a foot. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he could just be like a cautionary tale. It's just genetic it's just genetics, man. It burns through my family like fucking wildfire. Mm. So there's nothing I can do about it. You could be a cautionary tale. On the other t- side, my blood pressure's perfect. So Oh, that's good. Well you know, also yeah. though, you could be like a cautionary tale, like if you lost a foot. You could just like buy an eye patch or something and then just go in there and be like, don't you want to be like me? You want to be like me? You need to start getting in on these yeah. weights. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Two yeah, more laps. Yeah. You think this shit is cute? Yeah. <laughs> you think this shit is cute? <laughs> it's like scared straight for, for, for people that want a, a personal trainer. But I, I tell you one thing when you talk yeah. about your health, you know when you old, when shit stop matter like blood pressure and cholesterol. I didn't know what the fuck none of that was was in my 20s because I just ate what the fuck I wanted to do and, di- and didn't care. But now they're like, hey, you know that number getting high? I was like, uh, what that upper number mean? What that lower number mean? Now explain some shit to me. You talking about I might die? <laughs> you know, that's when I started to get curious. You might die. <laughs> right. Yes. Heart attack, stroke, people, you know, you don't consider that in your 20s. So, you know, I, honey, I've been on it. My, I dropped my blood pressure from like 250-something to, to 140. I was like, fuck that. Not my blood pressure, my cholesterol. I was like, fuck that shit. Yeah, you get the numbers down. Yeah, my numbers are my cholesterol. Everything else is perfect. It's just that. Mm. You know, that's how, that's how, that's why she, the doctor was like, well, it's clearly genetic because everything else is is above excellent whatever is above excellent i'm there on mm. that so he's like it's clearly genetic so she's like, good luck and genetics is so a here beast. we are oh i don't want you to be like forrest whitaker forrest whitaker <laughs> yeah, oh in, in rogue one yeah with with, oh. with, with the iron feet i don't think i don't think that was diabetics that diabetes that got him yeah that wasn't diabetes that got his legs <laughs> that was the wall yeah that yeah check I, yeah you gotta put that in the movie yeah put that in the movie that'd be the one thing the black guy still's got the sugar yeah <laughs> yeah if he would have had a monologue where he was like i couldn't stop those donuts i, I had to like, have another piece of cake 
man he was acting so good man you're gonna really enjoy it man that that it was some good black acting where he was uh totally over the top uh which is something i love i love when actors uh there's a lot of movies where the, the one actor decides that he's fucking going for it and you don't know like well you do realize this is a cgi space movie you don't have to do this and he was like fuck it i'm going all in and he went all in dog i, I was here for it i don't know it's like you can't even place the accent because it's like shakespearean mixed with edi mean mixed with oxygen tank <laughs> yeah like he was overacting so good man i just you know not i'm not spoiling anything i'm just okay. saying his his i mean could you see it in the trailer when he's yeah, like the banners rain down over us and you're like why is he talking like this oh it's so good <laughs> i want to see it again man just mm-hmm. for him like i don't even, i love the movie but i just want to see his part again that might be the christmas movie because you know every christmas we go out and we go out with the family with the oh no 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 no. we already know the christmas oh, no, that's yeah christmas that's movie is fences yeah oh that's out oh yeah that's yeah it's gonna be that's not that come out how was donnie yen in rogue one he's the asian the blind asian guy oh he was great excellent he was great and it was uh his character got to be a, a little bit of comic relief too in a uh in a very dark movie so he was his part was funny but he was he was a beast as always yeah. i mean he's donnie in although i mean yeah. i do feel like the empire might want to look into i feel like they have some mass misappropriation of funds and they definitely want to look into whatever the fuck the armor is made out of because ah. there's no way that that shit is up to code i've never seen a stop a laser and you can knock them out like they're not wearing armor like you can just hit them with a stick and knock them out you can't even do that with someone wearing a football helmet but like Ah. legitimately a few times every movie someone just gets punched wearing that fucking armor and they're just like knocked out for the rest of the movie that some the money's not right yeah the money's budget cut it's, yeah, it's like, you know, like when, the, when we first went to Iraq, the Marines were like, we don't even have any armor on our vehicles because of budget cuts. Yeah, well, you think with a clone army, yeah. you would spend so much money cloning them. Right. That the armor would be better, but I, I mean, I guess it was the opposite. Maybe cloning cost so much, they were like, God, we gotta get this dollar store armor, man. This is what's left. Oh, uh-huh, this family dollar armor. Yeah. <laughs> They'll feel brave. Yeah, it, could also be, it could also be they figure, look, we got listen whoever dies we can clone three more right they were just like they was like look man um what were we worried of? it's like shaq like shaq doesn't work on free throws because he's just gonna dunk on your ass and they probably thought to themselves like look man we can dunk on them with the death star why the fuck do we need to invest in troop armor? Don't just give them some styrofoam helmets right. and yeah, send them out there. Shank. Right. And then they found out right. the Death Star had a back hole in it and they were just like, fuck. <laughs> just, fill them, just fill them with candy and have little kids just hit them with sticks. Right. It doesn't yeah. matter. Paint them white so they can be <laughs> hit from a distance. Keep on. <laughs> <laughs> no camouflage. You go to war with the, with the armor you got. That's just... <laughs> you, you, know, you know somebody was like, color color we spend color that's two dollars extra for a uniform nope right right shout out to disney though right, disney. Black I, I love white. yeah I, like even they ships was white i was like in space that's the dumbest color you can make a ship 
it's literally the one it's like a bullseye on the ship dog <laughs> didn't make any sense man darth vader had a black tie fighter because he was smart everybody else was dumb as shit man <laughs> oh anyway i love those movies so just don't think about them too hard um but yeah uh andy man you just recorded your uh your hour and you're um working on chopping up the audio and stuff uh when do you think it's gonna be out man well i'm planning to do a lot of uh i guess just over christmas and probably new year's too a lot of work on it so if i'm lucky mid-january it's going to be out if not then maybe late january i don't think it's going to be later than january though i just got to get everything you know i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to it and hate it and change it and listen to it again and then uh finally i'll probably just give up you know it won't be settling it'll just be giving up like fuck it put it out so it's it, it, it all went well though that's, that's a good problem to have i got a lot of good stuff to sort of decide on you know except for the one dude who heckled me on the first night which uh, i probably won't keep that i was going to keep that in as like a bonus track but i'm just gonna i'm not gonna put that in mm. and this uh it'll be right around when tax returns are coming so it'll be a good time to drop it mm-hmm. get that tax yeah. return money um yeah. and for people that you know wondering about the quality i mean uh he also did randolph's uh blue apron um and that a uh, blue, blue magic apron. i'm about to say blue apron blue apron <laughs> yeah randolph cooks and he gets blue apron every month and and, and, and andy t- signed him up for that um but nah nah he did blue magic and i know a lot of people that listen to our show have went and bought blue magic and it's very funny and uh yeah it's all it, like it's not just that it's funny but it's also like really well professionally cut yes it is so i know uh i know andy shit is gonna be top notch too yeah and i did tim's too tim didn't do much fanfare when he put his out he just he yeah just i got tim's like one facebook post yeah you know it's weird um i heard tim's on like a streaming service i don't even know where to buy tim's because tim it's like i guess a lot of comedians <laughs> do this man if you're a comedian and you listen to our podcast listen man um i know it's not cool but tell people where to buy your shit because i can't buy it if i don't know where the fuck it's at Learn how to sell and don't promote. be yeah don't be too cool to sell your own shit because right. you you spend a lot of time in, a, a lot in this money. in this shit like you spend a lot of time it's a whole lot of ball breaking a whole lot of confidence testing a whole lot of disrespect working for drink tickets and shit and then you come to this combination where you like i got 45 minutes of good stand up i can just drop right now and then it's like one link one time and then nobody knows where to get your shit man be proud of that shit man put that shit out because i can't uh his shit was dope man it ain't that it ain't proud it's that comics are lazy Mm. well comics don't like to self-promote they're they're bad at it they don't like to do it a lot of comics a lot of comics sell t-shirts after shows and when you sell t-shirts you got to stand in the back right and greet people and you want to just go sit in the green room by yourself i don't know that i could sell t-shirts but if it's my cd you know i feel like that's a substantive product the t-shirt i I feel like i'm just a t-shirt salesman i think for self-promotion for comics they feel like uh male feminist like if you gotta say it then you probably ain't real so it's like yeah, yeah. you know so it's like if i gotta tell you my i got a funny ass album then it's like i really don't have a funny ass album because that's the same thing unfunny motherfuckers say when they got an album well, then, yeah, so they, you know it's like they want somebody well, that's to vouch actually, that's, actually, that's actually very smart smart inside and kind of real that uh having in that thing in them of why do i have to keep you know i'm funny why do i gotta keep telling you that i'm funny right you should want to go 
get my shit, you know, so you kind of feel that aspect a lot. Well, look, yeah, man, yeah. If, yeah. if Tim listens to this later, hey, man, please tweet out a couple links, man, because I don't yeah. know where to find it, and I want to yeah. support, bruh, so. Yeah. And, and, and and I guess uh, for me, it's probably why I'm not a comedian. I would get on everybody motherfucking nerves, because I'd be like, I'm here, I'm here, this where I'm at, this is my website, <laughs> this is my link, come find me, come find me. Yeah, I don't mind that shit, Me man. Me either. There's nothing wrong with it. Everybody else do. You don't tell Coca Cola to go somewhere and shut the fuck up. Coca Cola everywhere. Right. Or people be complaining like they promote too much <laughs> while they sipping on a coke. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, tell me where to buy your shit, and I'm there, dog. So uh same well, thing know, goes for Andy. Tim's, Tim is on Amazon and iTunes, but you can stream it on Spotify. I know that. All right, cool. So well, I'm gonna get yeah. uh, I'm gonna get it off of Amazon. And I'm up to Hold on, say say yours again, Randolph. You cut off. Apparently, I'm on Pandora Plus. Okay, okay. And then Um, if they want, but are you still on CD Baby? Yes, I'm still on CD Baby. I'm on Amazon. I'm on Google Play. I'm every. I'm everywhere. Randolph Terrence, man. Pandora Plus is the new shit now. Yeah, Randolph Terrence, Blue Magic. Yeah, go get that shit, man. Like, I wouldn't tell y'all something funny unless it was. And, uh, Tim, Tim Miller, uh, is, uh, is, uh, the other dude that's on Three Eyes On, and his shit was hilarious as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, matter of fact, I'm about to go look up the name again. It's been so long since I listened. Um, it's called first Rule, Rule of Thirds. Yeah, there you is, go. Uh, it's a photography reference. I don't really know. Uh, I guess. Like you, CD Baby does all that. You go to CD Baby, you pay them a few bucks, and they put your stuff on Amazon and iTunes oh. and Spotify, and they you they keep a little piece of what you make off it, but they give you the whole service if you want it. Mm, okay, because yeah, that's easier for you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, man, and and here's the thing, man. If you go stream it or listen to it, you want to check it out. Uh, I understand, um, you know, because you are paying whatever ten dollars a month for Spotify and shit um but if you like it man go buy it go, go find it, it. And, and buy it because it's still nothing better than buying it you know go write a review uh wherever you picked it up itunes amazon you know uh support people support these independent people man because uh trust the 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 kind of people that are like getting made in a factory they don't have no problem getting support so uh yeah. your your one review your five stars it matters a lot to a lot of individual people that are out here doing shit for themselves and getting up and sacrifice and working on this craft every day like a samurai just so they can put out some top-notch material so don't just be a jerk that absorbs that shit and then goes mo for me and it just dips man so you know go put something on it um <clears throat> anyway this psa has been brought to you by uh <laughs> independent uh media people mm-hmm. uh let's talk about some news y'all um oh wait i guess i did all that talking i didn't intro the show yeah, yeah so this is the blackout uh, uh. tips and uh you can find us on itunes and stitcher the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored by shadow dog productions they're going to be uploading some new videos to their youtube channel every day for the rest of the year so you guys could really help them out by going to their youtube channel watching liking and commenting on videos mm-hmm. it's a free easy way to support the black out tip sponsor thanks guys check it out uh and it's youtube and their shadow dog production all one word on um youtube so just go look at their new videos like them you know there's all you can look at other stuff like with me and karen behind the scenes and 
there's all kinds of shit on there um that like outtakes and bloopers from our um album recordings and stuff so yeah make sure you do that youtube uh shadow dog production all right man let's get to this news uh so uh y'all didn't want to vote for hillary clinton and now uh texas is going to cut planned parenthood for medicaid yep uh, <laughs> planned parenthood will no longer receive funding from texas medicaid program state health officials announced tuesday officials delivered a final legal notice to planned parenthood the texas tribune reported and the change will take effect in 30 days unless the organization files an appeal with the state um i'm sure they will but the problem is the state is the same people saying we're not gonna do this shit right um governor greg abbott republican what and state health officials first moved to cut medicaid funding last year when controversial undercover videos of planned parenthood officials surfaced and if everybody remembers those videos they were highly doctored they were by the same people that faked the videos with acorn and got acorn shut down because democrats and liberals have no fucking spines um uh and 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 it worked so they were able to use these videos last year to kind of be like oh we should cut the funding to planned parenthood and even though they knew it was the same trick but it's just something they've been wanting to do to shut down women's access to health care and uh specifically access to uh you know pr- uh, pregnancy terminations so they they were just like uh yeah dog um we're gonna be cutting this shit off and now that they have uh you know trump and a whole bunch of other republicans in place uh a lot of these people feel emboldened and they're just like um who gonna stop me uh so not only no one so i can't get birth control i can't get std tested i can't mammograms mammograms i can't get pap smears yeah also um child care like prenatal um stuff for women that are pregnant but just need nope can't get that so there you guys go yep this is from people who are pro-life so they they seem to have an interest in you know successful pregnancies Mm -hmm. or maybe forcing a woman to carry a a baby to term yeah yeah they're they're. pro pro, uh, woman pro family pro i mean i mean they're religiously even taking care of those that are i mean so they're all these things right mm-hmm. aren't they all those things no no well planned parenthood is the boogeyman so it doesn't matter what the truth is about it they just they like to point you know it's the same thing where people just point to something and say that's the bad thing not me and then they get rid of it and then they have to come up with a new thing after that they're still hungry they're they're just devouring these things so Planned Parenthood is the next thing in the crosshairs. People who, people who could benefit from it don't even know what benefits they, it provides. They just right. think, oh, they, they give abortions every 10 minutes or something, you know, like this, this weird, all these, you know, all the memes and shit that you see about Planned Parenthood that aren't true at all. People believe that shit. And so a, fight a candidate for president was during, during a debate, just said that he saw a video where they took like a nine month old, pregnancy quote-unquote a live baby and just killed it like he said that and everybody went but where are her emails so uh you know like this is the this is the country we have now that was yeah because carly fiorina said oh you could see the the baby still moving and they were talking about harvesting its organs and and then they 
it was obviously fake or false, and she just doubled down. You don't even have to to take you know to be called out anymore. You can just be like, nope, saw it. And it's no coincidence that their government would try this specifically after you know you get president elect uh donald trump like of course they they feel like this is a mandate like this is a statement the people have spoken um and uh where the only thing standing beneath between us and pretty much total chaos has been the uh, president obama by himself for the last uh six years um you know possibly eight years it really because uh that first um two years it wasn't a mandate for democrats so um he's been the only thing being like look we'll withhold federal funding we'll fight this shit well i'll send my ag down there he's been the only person and now that 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 wall is gone because you know people needed to see hillary clinton's emails and um she said super predator a long time ago so we should have ran one of the men who uh, either ultimately, wrote the. Ultimately, it's 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 the thing of I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. I don't see you, therefore you don't exist. So the people that take these services in are are Latino generally, uh, because the Latino population in Texas happens. It's not so much the Latino population, but if you're talking about the poor population, you're talking about the Latino population. Those people don't exist to them, so they don't care. They don't care. It's just I don't. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. But it's 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 what they fail to understand is that there are in Texas hundreds of thousands of poor white women who gain these same services, and they're fucking them too. Right. You know. But again, even then, they don't see these women. And they don't care. Well, fuck her. She lives in a trailer park. She deserves it. Yeah, and I think uh, there's a like someone was uh, by her bootstraps, right? When I was talking about this on Twitter, a person was like, "Yeah, man, white people really fucked uh, fucked up on this one. A lot of them are gonna get hurt." And I was like, "It's not just white people on this because I know I know black men who are like, I'm a man. I ain't worried about that shit. I know um, middle class women and men who think." well i'll i have insurance i'll find a way to i have a job i'll find a way if i if i get pregnant i'm good i'll well, fi- i'll figure it out that job, dog. but the point right. right but people that feel insulated uh from this shit were comfortable being like well i'm just sitting my ass home i ain't voting you know what i mean like it's more than just i went in and pulled the lever for donald trump there's a lot of people that just felt comfortable being like well i think she's gonna win everything's saying she's gonna win but i'm not gonna get do my part and try to make sure she wins because i expect the privileges i have to be protected on some levels and i think a lot of people they whether they wouldn't admit it to your face but straight up is i i refuse to 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 waver on it you thought you had some level of protection Yes, you did. And you figured that shit wasn't going to go down like this, but it is. Right, and then you see motherfuckers panic. They've been bashing her and not saying they were going to vote for her and all just kind of crazy shit. And like I said, I had to check my heart because I was like, well, you get what you deserve, dog. Yeah, I mean, it's look, there's still going to be people who won't be affected by this that didn't vote. It's just, like I said, it's just callous. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're if you live in a state where you're like, my state's blue and we do all this shit locally for ourselves and you decided like i ain't gonna vote you know what i mean like 
or or you promoted not not supporting this person or you were hypercritical of her and lax on trump yeah you like this is part of your doing too like that mentality was bad for a lot of people um so this is just the the not caring about about the community at large not caring about look they're not close to me i don't care it's it's not seeing other people as your neighbors beyond the people who live around you it's about seeing everybody in the nation as a community and everybody in the nation as your neighbor and i I don't know if i about these people. Also, now you'll never say that. Right. You'll never say that out loud. But also, that's how you feel. Right. That's the worst. That that's implied. the that's the worst part. It would, it would be first and foremost in your mind to say, "I gotta go out and do this." because there's somebody somewhere who's going to need this that's the worst part dog because like in my state while we do have uh i mean we've gone blue now after three months and i'm counting votes whatever anyway we've gone blue or whatever but um people keep focusing on hb2 right this this bathroom bill this no no protection under the law for people of um uh, lgbtq people and whatnot and uh, people are right that shit is fucked up um that same administration made it so that they could seal police videos of shootings of innocent or of unarmed people and the only way to see it is for the family to take it to a very expensive court process just so they can see it and they can still tell you no and they can still say no right so so i wasn't going to vote for that reason although that is a as good enough reason for my ass to go out and vote anyway i went i went to vote because i was like well hb2 is wrong and we need to fight against that and not just like get it off the books because of losing money but just because it's morally wrong and charlotte my city had it right in the first place which was we need to be more accepting we need to be uh you know we need to fight against discrimination and stuff like that i just feel like a lot of people they talk that good game but at the end of the day they're more about their high horse than anything else so they just you know it was easier to just be like oh well fuck them all they all the same to me i don't like hillary clinton all right she ain't getting my vote i know that like it was easy to say that shit thinking she would win anyway and now that she didn't now it's like oh i'm just gonna be real quiet over here for the next four years yeah well a lot of them it's crickets now well a lot of those people who uh protest with their vote they they're not really protest-minded people. It's not like they're out there always protesting. And right. suddenly they have this interest in protesting, and they're clumsy about it. They haven't protested before. They haven't really thought about the effects of their protest. And so they just think, oh, I'm now I'm the protester by right. just you know, sitting at home, which which is not a protest at all. No. And then they try to couch it in this idea that, you know, I'm I'm uh, exercising my, my voting power. And you're really not. You're giving it away. You're, right, you know, you're not using your power. You're actually handing it to someone else. And but the, and the thing is, minds, the, they don't know what protesting is. They've never done it. They don't have that mindset. The thing that's weird to me is that it wouldn't have stuck with her if it wasn't a woman, Correct. because because Correct. all the people that that people put up as alternatives that they believe would have won, you know, whether it's Joe Biden who wrote the crime bill. Come on or whether it's bernie sanders who voted for the crime bill they're still like they're they're just as guilty if not more so because they actually took the actions that made that shit happen um but yet somehow we don't think of them that way we think of them quote-unquote fondly for the most part uh even with their roles in that in the same complicity 
being right there in front of everybody's face it's like nah it's, it's different for them somehow and the only thing i'm left to believe is like it wouldn't have stuck to her if she was a man yep and i've been saying that from the very beginning if hillary clinton would have been anybody else uh, uh in the mail she'd have won yeah well just look at her husband he had plenty of scandals and he won huge in 92 in 96 right. if, you, if you just even the sex scandals if you were to just to have hillary run with only that level of scandal but that many people you know she wouldn't have won and bill clinton with people were just like ah whatever yes you know, we like him he's likable yeah like people talk about all these privileges and shit all the time but that's one of them still you you know uh that shit sticks to women unlike it'll stick to men you know uh donald trump was a pretty much a pr disaster and yeah when when um if you're look if you're a minority you're a brown person or you're a woman you got to be perfect it's not so much that you have to be perfect on paper you have to have the the perception of perfection around you at all times in order to win you take barack obama yeah he's he's fucking perfect he's perfect and and they still don't want to work with him, but he's a, he's a, he's perfect, perfect family, perfect everything, no scandal hanging over him, no nothing, and they just invented shit. So right. here you take Hillary Clinton, and we've allowed her to be smeared for thirty years, at least. It's got to be about thirty years now. She's been she's been being smeared, not even so much as smeared by people on the on the right. The people on the left have allowed these smears to happen. Right. The media who knows these smears aren't true have allowed them to happen. And how about this? Even through all that, she's still in One. the vote is three million more right. votes than him. Right. Like it really came down to about 110,000 votes throughout America in about three different places. And no one talks about voter suppression. Right. No one and talks about that anymore. Like people go through all, now. they go through all the mental gymnastics of trying to find a way that, um, this was a mandate on America when the reality of, at least for president, when the, the reality of, of the whole thing was just the wrong areas went wrong for her. Like, she won in a landslide in many ways but uh she needed more voters in like three different states and that's it um which is one of the reasons i always fight against the narrative of she ran a bad campaign she was a bad candidate you don't win by three million if you're just a bad candidate you know what i mean you get your ass kicked you know what i mean you get your ass kicked if you're a bad candidate if you ran a if you ran a bad campaign like a big part of this shit for me though um even beyond all that um she could have ran the perfect campaign um it really wouldn't matter because i really think white people were energized to vote for donald trump in a way that a lot of people just did not anticipate because everybody was coasting on that well if america will vote for barack obama why the fuck would they just be racist again in eight years and it's like uh yeah dog it happens some people go through a phase they date black dudes in college and then they come out and they'd be like oh back to races you know what i mean like that that's pretty much what america did america had their trial negro you know they went with the safest one they could find uh that wouldn't piss off dad too much and then as soon as um that motherfucker uh got out they were like yep um never doing this shit again it wasn't anything like the stereotypes i heard so <sighs> well you know what happened was they they got this black guy and this black guy all of a sudden, he started acting black over the eight right. years. Right, right. I thought he wasn't like this. Oh, no, he's like that. 
Yeah, and he Why wasn't. Did he tell those Black Lives Matter people to be quiet because he kind of agrees with them. You know why? Yeah. Why doesn't he say that that uh, Trayvon was wrong to fight? Well, because he feels for Trayvon. And he was. Why is he dancing with Usher? Because he likes that. How come he keeps talking to hip hop? Talking about hip hop music because he listens to hip hop music. I ain't voting for that no more. That and he was he was relatively, um, in my opinion, relatively conservative with it. Like he didn't even go all out. Like I know a lot no. of black people that that like they'll never ever ever really like Obama because they wanted him to be a level of black that meant he would have never been elected you know what i mean and it's like that it's that double bond that double uh double standard that he's under where even as black people we actually hold him to a higher standard than we hold other presidents but we wouldn't admit it where it's like right some not every black people but some black people will be like oh well he should have came out and said uh fuck these cops i don't care if the protesters burn some shit down you're like what no president was ever gonna say that like how the fuck do you become president if you think like that no that's an activist talking that's a um you know what i mean like that person doesn't get elected the 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 vast majority of the united states would just be like that dude's unelectable so so it's just kind of interesting though because he's kind of caught that too so even in his blackness i feel like he was always kind of reserved and it was always kind of that like hey he could be like my black friend in my head except yeah. even that kind of blackness still has to come out every once in a while and be like yeah man so black lives matter doesn't mean it's a terrorist organization black lives matter just means black lives matters too and people are like the fuck this motherfucker said it's okay to kill cops You're like whoa where did that come from right i think a lot of people right. wanted him to kind of what trump is doing now which is yeah, I ran on all these things that I said, but I don't mean any of that shit. I'm going to do the opposite or whatever I want. They wanted to, like, kick in the door and say, you know, fuck all that campaign stuff. Now I'm in. I'm going to do all this radical stuff. Right. And Which is what Trump is doing. And people, I guess some people feel betrayed by that. The people who thought Trump was going to be a different, uh, drain the swamp, for example, whatever that's supposed to mean. And some people didn't even believe Trump with the health care stuff. They're like, oh, he's not going to cut health care. And he most likely is but mm-hmm. he did oh, trump, trump was walking around going basically i didn't mean any of that stuff i said on the campaign that plays well on the campaign but i'm not doing that now and people actually wanted obama to be that way some people right did. yeah i think so too i think a lot of white people also thought uh because he believes in a certain level of respectability politics uh which a lot of older black people do um he they were like oh okay so he'll just like really be tough on black people and say pull you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and that'll be the end of that but yeah while he would give a speech like that once every couple years he also would give a lot of speeches about systemic racism and oppression and how to and 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 i'm gonna do my brother's keeper program and i'm gonna commute a whole bunch of people's sentences and i think they didn't like any of that shit or he's talking about ferguson they didn't like any of that shit right eric holder like there was a lot like like that that's one of the things that's gonna suck under a next president is that what people saw for eight years is an aberration like there's no investigating police departments that's like people got i think sometimes um you know what obama's like lebron he's like lebron you get him on your team and you think i'm a contender 
but then you look around and you're like wait a minute dog um these motherfuckers suck without him yes they and do. that's terrible and that's, that's pretty much where we're at i think right now where we're looking around at the dress of the democrats like y'all motherfuckers are tyron lou uh mo williams yeah mo williams <laughs> like we not going to the playoffs because like that motherfucker was so good that if you didn't win the championship you came down on him and him alone but you know you didn't realize that for at least six of the last eight years republicans have won the house and the senate which means the country is not as blue as you've been allowed to think because you had a blue president so it's, it, i think that a lot of people are just kind of coming around to that post lebron hangover um mm-hmm. uh, but it's gonna get worse now guys okay it's gonna get uh it's gonna yeah. get way worse so now you're the sixers right yeah trust the process as they say because uh right. it's about to get uh get bad ugly. so um all right uh lena dunham oh you gonna say something right now <laughs> speaking of uh speaking of uh pro-choice mm. lena dunham has apologized we reported yesterday that lena dunham said uh on her podcast that she wishes she had gotten an abortion um which by the way i think a lot of people uh took offense to that more so because it was lena dunham and she's just the queen of doing too much um like it's just a cumulative effect because if you're if you're pro-choice uh and you're really about that shit um if a woman wants to make that choice it really isn't anybody's business to say how she should have to feel about it right but it's lena dunham so everybody went this is like going to fucking uh, the boys and girls club and saying i wish i had been born poor so i could be heroes like y'all right you know what i mean <laughs> people are like why you gotta take it the extra mile you could have just right. gave you, you, a big check to everybody right you know bought the swing set and left right like it's not a badge of honor to be born in poverty dog yeah well well anyway she didn't say that Cam. i'm just saying, making an example anyway she uh, apologized oh! she apologized uh for um for saying that shit man she said it was insensitive did she say it was a joke she said it was a distasteful joke in an instagram post tuesday uh she says my latest podcast episode was meant to be a multifaceted story about reproductive choice in america to explain the many reasons women do or don't uh choose to have children and what bodily autonomy really means i'm so proud of the medley of voices in the episode i truly hope a distasteful joke on my part won't diminish the amazing work of all the women who participated Mm. the thing with jokes is you, when you read them they don't they don't sound like jokes i mean if it's a podcast i might have to just seek it out and hear what it sounds like yeah because that could be something someone says is a joke easily yeah that's true because i didn't play the audio i just read it yeah so yeah, yeah. i haven't even looked for the audio i've just i just read the quote mm-hmm. and it's probably at the end of a long conversation and you know we've all made jokes that were like that but if you read the joke it makes you look like a monster yeah you know what's interesting about that though um she like that's that is her brand of humor like yeah. on her show it is very much um i go too far with my character of hannah like she says the one awkward thing that is so fucked up that it's act- it takes it away from her being a good person mm-hmm. so i can see her yeah. if it was a joke i, I mean I, like i said i would need to hear the context of it um but yeah now now i want to know if it's a joke i just really i said it yesterday when we read it i was like this feels a lot more like people thinking i don't like her than like like you had 200 chances this is not even if you're right this time people are mad you know what yes i I approach it like this 
I don't give a fuck about her. So I expect silly shit to come out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you just go into it expecting that, then who gives a fuck? I mean, it's it's funny to talk about. Right. Or not even, I don't mean funny in the ha-ha way. I mean, it's funny and it's an interesting thing to kind of conversation to have, like the shit she was saying about Odell Beckham and stuff, but she's not the, she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. So if you just approach her with, with that mindset, she's nothing to be mad about. I can say that she's not really anything to be upset about mm. because this is what she does. I don't even, I don't even think she's smart enough to be doing this on purpose. I think it's kind of like Andy, you were saying she just pops out of her mouth, you know, or she's trying to make a joke and this is how she makes jokes. Uh, it didn't work. Okay. I'm gonna see that's, if I can find. I I like, a clinic okay. I'm gonna see if I can find where she said it. Hold on. Now, I think I can find it. in this depression. I'm a uh, abortion rights activist. It's a huge part of who I am. But one day, when I was visiting a Planned Parenthood in Texas a few years ago, a young girl walked up to me and asked me if I'd like to be a part of her project in which women share their stories of abortions. I sort of jumped. I haven't had an abortion. I told her. I wanted to make it really clear to her that as much as I was going out and fighting for other women's options, I myself had never had an abortion. And I realized then that even I was carrying within myself stigma around this issue. Even I, the woman who cares as much as anybody about a woman's right to choose, felt it was important that people know that I was unblemished in this department. So many people I love, my mother, my best friends, have had to have abortions for all kinds of reasons. I feel so proud of them for their bravery, for their self-knowledge, and it was a really important moment for me then to realize that I had internalized some of what society was throwing at us, and I had to put it in the garbage. Now I can say that I still haven't had an abortion, but I wish I had. I guess, all right, I don't like the, I don't like blemish. I don't What's like that? blemish. It's not a so, so blemish is okay. Did she have music playing behind under her voice the whole time on her podcast? Oh, like that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't say nothing about that. When we first started, we used to. So yeah, yeah. But she's only like, five. Yeah, that, that's that's like the music that plays when the clown car rolls up at the circus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, her music, you know, to me, her music sounded like the waiting office of a doctor. So maybe it was appropriate. Like the PSA for kids. Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. <laughs> high school or middle school for kids i'll I'll say this Um, if that if that was a you guys are comedians do y'all think did that sound like a joke to y'all no no yeah no No. it sounded like like, uh like you know i've written little essays and things and sometimes you want that last sentence to be the exclamation point to punctuate what you said it sounded like a mic drop like you know this is my clever turning of the phrase moment uh it sounded like something a writer would do more than a comedian to say it like that it didn't, it didn't sound like a joke at all though it just sounded like you look how good i am with words yeah this is uh this is why trust is so important with your brand because uh i don't trust her nope and it didn't sound like a joke to me so i'm on the side of like that shit you weren't joking you just got busted yeah she said some yeah, dumb she, shit she, she and then zero benefits of the doubt particularly being a black woman she gets zero benefits of the doubt from right her. so i feel like oh, it is. Mm, uh-huh. no it is that she gets to be clumsy and no one else black women don't get to be clumsy black men don't get to be clumsy white men can occasionally be clumsy and get away with but white women get to be clumsy and something that was she was whatever she was trying to say she clumsily said it 
mm-hmm. again. Right. Right. And, 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 I, and I think for me, like I say, uh, it's one of the things being a black woman and I'm going to tell you the truth when it comes to, to race and being black, I'm super sensitive about that shit because I look at everything, a lot of things through the prism of racism and race and color because at the end of the day, that shit directly affects me. And I don't mind people going and doing their thing and shining and thriving, but I do see how people praise her for certain things. Like she's the best thing ever. When you're going, well, she's just the average looking woman just doing shit. Y'all keep acting and praising her like she's the best thing ever. That shit, for, for me being black, that shit gets old. When I was like, if a black woman did this same shit, y'all would be tearing her to pieces all up and down my fucking timeline. I'm not here for that. Oh, it's a double standard for sure. Cause, um, you know, it's the same way that like her showing her body is brave you know tina fey doing it is brave even though even though tina's tina fey is a fucking smoke show for you know relatively for her age and whatnot uh but people be like it's so brave of her to just come out in her underpants but then i remember sofia vergara did a a gag at the uh emmys i believe like two or three years ago where they put her in her you know evening gown and spun her on this pedestal thing as they gave a speech about how people that were anti-diversity were essentially being anti-sophia vergara being on tv so you must be out of your fucking mind and uh the think pieces from white women the next day were all like they used her body as a prop right like they completely took right. away her agency even though that she got up there her fucking self like it's a joke that she's in on and thinks it's funny if that would have if they would have done the exact same gag with say amy poehler they would have been like so brave so so you know know what it is you know what it is think about this people think sophia Vergara is stupid Mm -hmm. she's stupid we have to protect her because they're taking advantage of her right because she's too stupid to understand what the joke is Mm -hmm. because of her accent they think she's stupid Mm-hmm. I grew up around women with that accent, Latino Latino women with that accent, Mexican women with that accent. People think they're stupid. This girl's not stupid. What, what makes you think she's stupid? You think she didn't understand what this joke was? You think she didn't get the joke? She she clearly has a sense of humor. She's in a comedy. Well, it's she's also, been in a bunch of comedy. She's also too good looking. Right. You know, Tina Fey looks like just your friend at the office who's pretty good looking for her age. Sophia Vergara is, is, you know, she was a model and she still looks like a model. Okay. Here's, here's a, hey, but here's the thing about that, right? Tina Fey is in the top whatever percentile of women that look like Tina Fey. You know what I mean? Like, like she's Hollywood. Like she plays down and her jokes are all like, I'm such a dumpy old fat piece of shit. But then anyone (laughs) who's watching the show is like, no, the fuck you aren't but yet right but it gets to but it like she clearly works out like her calves are like impeccable and shit but then she gets to write her character as i'm just a dumpy piece of shit and people relate to the comedy because they're white women specifically relate to the comedy because they're like that's me but they don't do that for other women you know it's the same reason that lady gaga so brave and bold but beyonce needs to put some clothes on and rihanna is showing too much and it's like it's this huge double standard and i think in a lot of cases being in these black circles some of the pushback that white women get is more about the reception that they got you know what i mean like like i don't think uh people i know people that never gave amy schumer a chance Mm -mm. but they never gave her a chance because the first place they saw her was jezebel going 
the definitive voice of feminism finally right. had and then like and yeah. even though amy schumer's not saying i'm the definitive voice of feminism, it doesn't even fucking matter nope. the wrong white women liked her and it immediately put everyone on guard like mm-hmm, let me see what jokes you got what when you gonna fuck up when you gonna say some shit out that i think is fucked up right and and i think that happened same with uh lena dunham you know yeah she got lauded as the voice of of women and feminism and all this shit and, and you got a whole bunch of people that sat back crossed their arms and was like okay all right let's see and when you get to be sloppy like randolph said over and over and over again yeah. it wears shit down because oh, i don't oh. I don't know that this statement was that inflammatory. I just know that this is the 200 statement and people right. are tired of her saying some fucked up shit and coming back and apologizing or saying it was a joke and people go, yeah, your whole deal is breaking down when white dudes do those fuck up. And then that's how you got your claim to fame is being like, look at these white men always fucking up. Am I right? And everybody's like, yeah. And white women sometimes too. And you're like, slow down girls. Don't be attacking right. me haters. Right. And, and, and the, <laughs> the thing is, it's all let's go and girl power until we get to race. And then that's what a separation hits for most right. black women so it's like yeah we all girl power until it's about some shit i'm talking about that don't directly affect you and your space right and then when i tell you that your shit you blind in this spot instead of you listening to me like you want these white men who quote unquote is the man over everybody to listen to you you'll turn around and use the same tactics that they told you you use those tactics towards me and just expect me to just eat it and then next time some old girl power shit come up you want my numbers and i right. think i think black women are tired of being the the the, the these mules for numbers mm -hmm. you want us when it's time to march you want us when it's time to protest for your shit right. but when it's time for our shit it's goddamn crickets because i can tell you right now if a black woman did half the shit she did we'd be called all kind of monkeys all kind of gorillas they'd be telling us to go back to fucking africa they'd be talking about our hair everything about us would be torn to shreds and that's the shit for me personally it was like you know what fuck you bitch right yes yeah. is it justice or is it jealousy you just want to be at the top of the food chain then that's not really all that girl power shit you talking is bullshit right and that and that also a lot of it, go ahead sorry it's, a lot of it is like this trade-off thing where it's you know i was down for your cause so mm -hmm. you gotta be down for my cause right whatever that cause may be and you have to prop me up and you know until you intimidate me and right. i think like sophia vergara is intimidatingly good looking beyonce is intimidating for a lot of reasons right uh until you and then when you intimidate me it's too much and tina Fey doesn't intimidate white women she empowers right. them it's but crazy. a lot of women of color are this too much you know I, I they can't relate so they push back right so i'll go ahead so you, walk in the room, you walk in the room and you present power mm -hmm. you present power in in walking you present power in the way you talk, you present power in the way you look, you present power in the attention you attract. And right. that's scary. Right. <laughs> it's, it's scary. It's, and they don't it, understand it, especially all that away from somebody else. And they don't understand it, especially when you speak about your specific uh hurdles that they don't go through and that some of them are those hurdles. And then it's just like you might right. as well be talking in that fucking Charlie Brown teacher voice uh karen what were you gonna say i'm sorry oh, no problem and to piggyback on on what randall was saying black women's presence is a problem right us just being around us reminding you that there's not really unity here is a problem us reminding you that you ain't got your shit all together you are too are also flawed you too have issues 
when we start talking about our problems that affect us all of a sudden my presence becomes a problem but my presence is not a problem as long as we're talking about the shit that you want to talk about but the second we want to change the subject and focus on somebody other than you and what's important to you it becomes a problem and you see it across the board particularly when it with with, with, with black women and white women particularly when it gets down you won't get real in feminism because mm-hmm. that's a big dividing line among a lot of people you know people i know a lot of people stay quote-unquote out of that but a lot of that boils down to these same issues All right and that's still in the power structure there's still a lot of white people that are the uh gatekeepers I- so even like even up to a point when they get like they might be like y'all rah 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 we're all together but then there's a point where their the responsibility comes down to them which means that you know people start going hey when you said this thing it was kind of fucked up and then it's like up party's over gate closed you motherfuckers can all go home no one talks about me y'all just some haters and that's kind of how shit shakes out um which in in all fairness um that's what she normally runs to uh lena dunham but this time she's apologizing and saying it was a joke uh she says my words were spoken from a sort of delusional girl persona i often inhabit a girl who careens between what the fuck does that mean right what the fuck is that you know her character her character of lena dunham that that she never talks about until now um (laughs) (laughs) she's been doing her podcast in the character all this time and you guys just didn't know you guys all got you got uh, pumped Uh, who did that too was uh amy schumer when she when she was criticized for the jokes about the the racist stuff the stuff about uh, i used to date latino men but i prefer consent Mm -hmm. she came out and said well a lot of my jokes are told from a character of a a ditzy white girl right which uh, when was that set up right and then on twitter like just this year or something she was like well we all basically she implied that black men do all the street harassing and then it was like hmm was that in character or uh <laughs> did you want to put that in italics or something first so we know that it's amy schumer the character actor and not you uh yeah, she needs to have like a separate <laughs> twitter account the character of a well-dressed black guy who's who could be kind of pissed <laughs> yeah that's what i'm what next time i say something stupid that he talks about a lot next, next time i say something crazy i'm just gonna oh you know actually that's my character of rod i've been working on him secretly for years i actually don't believe any of that bullshit okay um uh so yeah she says um uh, a persona I often inhabit a girl who careens between wisdom and ignorance and that's what my tv show is too and it didn't translate that's my fault i would never ever intentionally trivialize the emotional and physical challenges of terminating the pregnancy my only goal is to increase awareness and decrease stigma i take reproductive choice in america more seriously than i literally than i take literally anything else and therefore <laughs> i own full responsibility for any words i speak that don't convey this truth clearly uh, I know plenty of people will never like a thing that leaves my lips, mea culpa, or no, but this apology is for the women who have placed their trust in me. You mean everything to me. Uh, my, uh, my apology, uh, wait, uh, this apology, okay, my life is and always will be devoted to reproductive justice and freedom. You know how in some households you curse and you have to put money in a jar. Well, in mind, if you mess up your pro-choice messaging, you have to give sizable donation uh, to abortion funds. And she put a link to an abortion fund in New York, Texas, and Ohio. And then she put the money emoji. I look forward to fighting with you all the next four years and beyond. 
And then she, at the end, you know, she said, you know, at the at, Nicki Minaj was talking about the split personality stuff like that. Remember that? Yeah. When Nicki Minaj was all on that. What they tell Nicki Minaj? You better get your ass to a counselor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just <laughs> this other voice you got talking in your head. Well, you know what I like about it is um, that that Instagram post could be from her character. We don't know. Solve the mystery. Solve the mystery, guys. Like I like life's little know. mysteries, you know. Maybe two years from now we'll find out. She's like, I didn't give any of that money. That was Hannah talking. I don't know. Yeah, that was Evil Lena Dunham with a goatee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was rubbing her hands together like this the whole time. Um, several dozen people got fired from UCLA's medical center for leaking Kanye West's info. Yeah, uh, you gotta fire them. You have to. Right. Fire them. You get fired immediately. It's not even a question. Isn't that a Go federal crime? Fire. Let me see it. Let me see it. Now, leave. Go, mm-hmm. bye. Mm-hmm. Don't you sign forms to say if I leak this shit, I lose my job? Yeah. And they could press charges? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to be sure. I like how um everybody uh thought they were going to cash out on this, though. Because I kept wondering why the fuck was there all these news leaks when he went to... They were just like, he checked himself in. I was like, okay, so we probably won't hear anything about Kanye for a couple of weeks then. Right. And then it was just like Kanye used the bathroom twice a day. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who was reporting this? <laughs> Kanye had a cheeseburger. Right. <laughs> they was telling exactly what Karen was saying. They slap a shut up clause on you, you gotta sign papers. Right. right. You know, you I, see when we find out you're fired and you're not gonna work in this industry anymore. Right. right. He came out of that he came out of that facility looking like the bad guys and meteor man and shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how did y'all know this shit already, man? Um, and who did his hair while he was in there? <laughs> right, yeah. They do that? <laughs> That's who was snitching. It's always people that do hair to be gossiping. Uh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> Girl, you know him and Kim almost got a divorce. You ain't heard it from me, though. Uh, a newscaster... Huh. Hand me that relaxer. Right. <laughs> a newscaster uh, throws up his co-host's artichoke dip on live TV. Oh, shit. What happened? Was it that bad? Oh, he gave that potluck. That, like, I wasn't even, I'm not going to play the video. I just wanted to say, we did a whole show yesterday telling people, don't be don't eat at your shit. company potluck, dog. Okay? You don't get sick. Come it's up with safe. a strategy. It's not safe. Right. It's not safe. Were they eating, just, were they eating all the air? They were eating live on the air, yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he spit it out. He couldn't even hold it and run backstage. He spit it out, dog. He just, it got too, it got to be too much. Uh, He said it smelled like a... I mean, if y'all if y'all want to see it, I'll take Karen off screen. I can I can show y'all the video. Yeah, you can take me off screen. Yeah, all right. Put it. <laughs> <Do that one>. <laughs> <laughs> and then just kept doing the news. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and now oh, Wizards on the ones. Poor. All right, listen. <laughs> speaking of choking, the Lakers last night. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of choking, the the cold gonna choke you when you walk outside. Right, uh, Karen. Let me know when the screen's up, and then I'll play it for everybody. Okay. Because uh, I did the screen share thing. Um, but yeah, man. Um, don't eat your don't eat your coworkers' food. Okay. Mm-mm. A lot of these motherfuckers making shit for the first time. It's up. It's up. Okay. Yeah. A lot of these people making shit for the first time. Shit they don't even eat themselves. Hey, right. they were like, I I I tr- I'm gonna try this thing. No, you're not an expert in it. Yeah. Just leave that shit alone, dog. Throw- 
the week we've been sharing our holiday treat. <laughs> Leslie on tap this morning. Yeah, it's not supposed to look like that. There's a whole story here. So what is this? Oh, what the fuck is that? First, first of all, is that artichoke? She said that's artichoke. that's artichoke dip. Oh no, no, no! It no. It looks like some type of pasta, right? Artichoke, no. And then yeah. also, they said it's not supposed to look like that. Right. Yeah. It, that. Why did you do so the segment? On. They're they're apologizing before they even feed you the food. Right. You know there's a problem. I have never been no, to somebody's no, no. house and wanted to eat the food after they went, yeah, it's not supposed to look like that. Mm-mm. Anyway, you, know, you want a bowl of this shit? You know what? I've cooked some shit and looked at Roger go, it ain't supposed to look like that. Let's go get something to eat. Right. And I throw it all in right the trash. Right in the trash. It's like I didn't want to bake it. I've been busy, so I didn't want to make anything, but my family was all freaking out. Okay, this is what I wanted to do. This was plan A. This is my favorite Christmas thing. Oh, oh, here's the Safeway wrapper. Oh, thank you. It's Christmas cake. Fruit cake, yeah. Okay, from but Safeway. you to make some of that. I love that. So this is so, bought. Serious. Well, I made. First of all, what that is, is fruit cake. That, oh, that is no. fruit cake is not cake. Yeah, fruit okay. cake is nobody's favorite anything. No, nobody even eats. You motherfuckers went to Safeway right before the show aired because you knew your artichoke dip was shit and you were like but get something christmasy and then you fucking bought ten dollars worth of fruitcake and brought it in like this is what i really like uh we got it from safeway y'all you mean your fruitcake that look like a log that you can crack some upside the head with fuck that i mean they didn't make that that's that's store bought i just don't eat fruitcake nobody eats fruitcake mm-hmm. i've never, I've like never had a good with icing cake. on top of it look at it right, right. they put it icing like on it Cream it looks like an olive cake? loaf that you one of those beets that have olives all in them that nobody eats. <laughs> yes, <butter>. yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh wait, they packaged it for me. Right. Okay. So that's really my favorite. Yeah, so that's what you want to do. But Let's my family's all is freaking that? out because you need to make something. Everybody's making something. So they all got together and they sent me this recipe, and I'm going to make you guys try it. So this is our make you guys try. Oh, Lord. I'm going to make you guys. You know try. that shit is terrible. Listen, what did I tell you, motherfuckers, about the potluck? It's not that everybody can't cook. It's not that. You got some people at your, that, 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 that you be comfortable eating out, out of the, the problem is the personal attachment for the motherfuckers that can't cook. Right. If they wouldn't try to guilt trip you, then it would be fine. If I could just look at your shit and be like, what's this? Oh, it's, uh, artichoke dip. It's not supposed to look like that. Oh, no, no, no. You can stop talking. I'm not going to get none. It would be, ah! it would be cool, but instead they do the fucking puppy dog eyes or they're like, you really not gonna get none? It's really good. You just gotta give it a try. And you just wanna get along with your coworkers cause that's the same motherfucker that's responsible for the TPS reports. Right. So you fucking, oh uh, yeah, I'll try a little bit. And then you're in the fucking toilet at four o'clock praying that you can fucking make it home yeah. without shitting your pants, yeah. dog. Fuck that. Not the, and not the toilet on your floor. You gotta go to the toilet like two floors up or two right. floors down one of those privacy right it's yeah. one of those like you gotta bring your phone you're gonna be in there for a while <laughs> fuck that shit man you you know or the worst one it don't hit you till five ten. so you on the free freeway like yeah. come on lord jesus please lord just little baby jesus please just <laughs> if you can make you this see all the brake lights in front of you <laughs> yeah right but like, i don't want to go to the public bathroom come on right let me make it oh 85 car pile up <laughs> you know i know wreck happened right in front of you fuck that shit and we watching it live on the air and look at buddy all the way on the left man his face look like from don't the beginning. 
Yeah. He knows. From the beginning. He's the only one who understands what's about to happen. Right. He, he, he side-eyed it. He been side-eyeing that shit since she pulled it out. Right. Really. Right. Oh, my God. Okay, so you think that that's okay, right? Is that too much for you, George? <laughs> he looked at the camera. Oh! Oh! Yo, yo, he looked at the camera the way black people look at each other at the potluck. Like, mm, you see this shit? You know what I'm Raisins, really, nigga? You, you, know, you know, he looking at the camera crew like, y'all motherfuckers ain't got to try this shit. <laughs> I've been doing this to me. Right? He, he hit that, yo, nigga, it is marshmallows and the fucking sweet potatoes. You saw it's, this? It's raisins in this bitch. Why is there carrots in the sweet potato pie? Did you see this, nigga? Did you see this? Who did this? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to try some. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mom, why me? I, I can't do this. How does it smell? Yo, they fell. It some of it fell on the floor, and he literally jumped back. <laughs> it already ain't supposed. Who said that? Who said what? How does it smell? How does it? Smell? Oh, the woman who made it. The woman who made it. How does it smell? Bitch, you know that shit stank. Pine fresh. <laughs> it smell like musk. <laughs> ah. How does it smell, Scott? like vinegar or something so i thought it smelled like a barn that's the most polite way of saying your stuff smells like animal feces oh if you can't even eat good food you can't even eat good food while in a barn because the smell taints right a barn smells like hay and shit what are you talking about? How can y'all eat? Oh. All because it's your coworker. Right. All because it's your coworker. You can't. You can't just say. You know what? Not even for the news, baby. I can't right, do it. Right, because everybody take that shit so fucking right. personal. Right. This is how they get you. See, oh. it's a. It's probably a black person that work on this station that walked right out. Come on. But you, <laughs> you can do it with some finesse. You can say, hey, I'm allergic to artichokes or whatever's right. in there. I'm you allergic know? to that. Yeah. yeah whatever's in there with the ingredients, I'm allergic to all let that me, shit. Hey, look. Quad is kept. It's a black woman that took this day off like three <laughs> uh-huh. weeks like three weeks ago. She was like, oh, y'all having a potluck? Mm-hmm. Oh, that week? The potluck week? Oh, that's when me and my family normally go to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. But like, I would, I would do it. Which, uh, which, what, what, oh, y'all, which week is it? The, uh, what week is it? Well, we gonna do it on the six, the six, the six. Oh, yeah, I knew it was gonna be the six. That's the week we go. The six, oh, sixteen. You said sixteen. Yes, the six. What was I thinking? Sixteen is when we don't be here. So we definitely will not. Don't even call. We will not be uh participating. She's sitting in her house coat right now, watching them niggas on the news. Like, look at this, look at this. They about to eat it. They about to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> come here come here take, baby look at this they about take, to eat it take, take me off the the email list chain because i won't be needing to see it right in the chat room hit us with that you just got to be able to say no nah, i'm good just yeah. say that <laughs> nah, bro once i realized i didn't give a fuck what my coworkers thought about me i've dipped on so many potlucks dog like i've straight up walked out the door i came back with some food later like like oh what you what you got over there I smell some mcdonald's you know we had a potluck oh i know i know listen if, if you can bring liquor to the potluck i'll stay i've been to those type of potlucks i'll stay right but if there ain't no liquor there's not really any reason for me to be here right Look, if it's my cookie or cake that's cake if it's my family i'm good like my family's done potluck 
you know things before we doing one this weekend that's different but you know none of my family got dogs that sit on the counter and shit either though you know what i mean like everybody you know different right and well, just the inclusion of the word luck tells you that there might be some <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> right right uh, and, and the word pot mean you might be sitting on a pot that pot you call a toilet right and also the reason it works with a family is because you can tell your family to the fa- to their face that they fuck something up we sure do yeah. you can't do that with a you can't do that with a co-worker but like yeah. my, my <laughs> listen listen uh and black women are the mvps of this shit black women will question your ass like it's an interrogation right in front of everybody like they won't even pull you to the side they'll just be like no why did you put the meat what kind of meatballs are these are this this turkey meatballs okay and how long did you cook them and what temperature like they'll go all the way through and be like "Mm -mm, that ain't done because that shit (laughs) because and after that was was really really good they'd be like who made this yeah and my and my family be like you know you ain't got no business to make this last time we had dinner at your house you fucked up the macaroni and cheese bitch i told your ass don't bring this in no more one one of my mama's sisters can't cook and she always wanted to have a function of her house and my mom and them always tell her no but then when they had a function then the functions at her house they were like look you just do the ice and the silverware we'll bring the food right because there's no ego to it man it's like we want to eat good food right and you it's much easier to let people do the cooking than for us to be like you the motherfucker that fucked up thanksgiving like it's much like that never goes away that time you you be on your deathbed people be like lord bless doris remember when she fucked up thanksgiving in 86 though mm. <laughs> burn that whole tur- oh that turkey was terrible you be dying mm-hmm. like oh that turkey was terrible it was dead as she is right now um <laughs> oh lord but yeah man so i'll yeah that that whoever the black people at this set is i know that black woman probably i got i'm on a holiday diet uh i got a i gotta take some time off you know i gotta i'm doing my christmas shopping that day actually i gotta go do because uh ain't no black people on set right now no it work out i'm telling you right now this did not work out um so that dude is a savage i love this dude (laughs) when she said this does not work out his face blew up like bitch but you bought it anyway yo his face was everything dog he even did the like when you puff your cheeks up like when you about to do that 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 last shot that you know is the one that mean you can't drive home he did it like he's trying to with his eyes tell the director to cut to a different camera <laughs> i think he's even kind of pointing to do i think he's even pointing like camera three camera three camera two is it edible Mm-mm. they're vinegar but there's no vinegar in there. So oh! Oh, no. That's like, oh! That made some shit salad, baby. What are we talking about? What tastes like vinegar with no vinegar what in it? What smells like vinegar but no yeah, vinegar in it? What is that? What is Anything that? rotten. Shit turns sour. And right, so I was like, you put, you smacked some shit together that you should have thrown out, out the and house. And she baby. is, she made this poison. She didn't eat any. And she's smiling in their face like we're in on it together. No, the fuck we aren't. You are the enemy. And it's not even a holiday food. Right. She's like, artichoke. oh, I made, you know what? My character made this uh, artichoke. Ah! <laughs> Sometimes she's clueless. Oh. My clueless, my clueless cook character. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, meet Sherry. Sherry made this. 
damn you had to spit it out into the rack okay so like it's got i'm not trying to be rude here it's okay i agree with you i totally agree with you totally agree with you why did you give it to him oh oh you shady motherfuckers right, she knew that shit went no something good something went terribly wrong okay so first of all you doing that there's no vinegar there's no vinegar do you think something is off like do you think maybe mm-hmm. the artichokes are off do? well okay the i didn't artichokes have a lemon the, yeah the smartest dude is the one <laughs> with the prey hands right now um because i peep yeah. game he literally took his cracker from her and sat it down on the table he didn't yep. even attempt to eat it he let that other dude take a bite and that woman take a bite and he put his shit motherfucking on that table like Mm-mm. you won't get me nice try and you know what he gonna say about 5 p.m when they getting off work sharon y'all talk good what as bad as people said didn't take a motherfucking bite i've seen black women do that before he learned oh. from somebody i've seen that move so I just cut up an orange and put that in there, and then I didn't know. An orange, an orange, artichoke dip, an artichoke dip. They should fire her. I didn't know it was citrus and artichoke dip. They should HR should have a meeting and fire her. I mean, baby, you know you can Google this, right? Artichoke dip, and just get the basic plain ass artichoke dip. Um, uh, is, that, is that dude allowed to walk over and like slap her in the right. face now? Right. Just slap her. Spit. You tried to poison me. I'm going to HR on your ass. Like, hey, like slap her with a glove, like a duel to the death. <laughs> <laughs> like, meet me outside. Pistols at ten paces. You tried to kill us. Put in, so I put celery salt and oregano in. No, she didn't. Celery salt, oranges, and oregano. And she, artichoke dip. She didn't know what the fuck she was doing. I think she just made choke dip. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you take a bite of this shit, you choke to death. Or and the I th- little bits of chemistry playing, Leslie, things didn't and combine properly. So, how are you enjoying it, Amber? <laughs> it burns. <laughs> it burns! <laughs> it burns! Last time I checked, artichoke dip does not burn. <laughs> she tried to, she was hoping she wouldn't ask to, because she wanted to just be like, I tried it, Leslie, it just, you know, I tried it. Nope. <laughs> why, why are they laughing? Because <laughs> they, they don't want to choke the shit out of her. You know how they laughing? Because they on TV. Right. Yep. This shit happened in private? Ooh. She got cussed out. Burn on the way out too. That first dude would have been like, "Um, are you out of your motherfucking mind? I'm not eating this. You let me eat that oranges? What else was in this? Celery salt? You thought of horse shit? (laughs) Oregano? I'm good. Mostly horse shit. Orange peel. A little zesty. What is wrong with you? Are you a crazy person? Oh. It feels like there's vinegar. But there's no vinegar, so I don't get it. Burns. I don't get it. It's such a big failure. So the recipe's on the uh, headtoglobalnews.ca slash Calgary. Who wants the recipe for this? I know. I guarantee that website got zero hits. (laughs) Check out the recipe on uh, on horseshit.com. That shit got zero heads. Uh, Karen, I'll put you back on screen. Actually, I need to switch to the next session, too. Oh, that was terrible. What <coughs> that woman? I don't know, man. That, listen, 
do not let people your loved ones go out the house with a dish of that bullshit uh, to work mm-hmm. they will get fired mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that would be awesome if they wrote her up for that you know what i mean <laughs> Report as the hr we had some complaints uh <laughs> uh all right um so all right so the way uh crowdcast works i have to go to the next session i'm gonna invite everybody back on screen and then we'll uh be right back because there's a little bit of a limitation here um so give me one second guys everybody will be right back it should take less than a minute i'm gonna try to switch cameras and see what happens cool all right i'm just clicking the next session can't i yeah you should be able to i'm gonna invite the crowd over and dry and drag them over yeah i'm not on camera so i'm just gonna move yeah and that woman was out of her mind and was smiling in their face like it was bullshit she knew something was wrong with that bullshit artichoke dip ain't never looked like a fucking macaroni and cheese or, yeah or potato salad what the fuck? yeah the audacity just smiling everybody face like and she knew it was bad and was telling them to describe it man that's like some kind of a sickness or something dog yeah ain't nothing good about that no um all right i see andy and i know randolph says he's gonna try to change cameras i'm gonna invite him on right. we should be starting momentarily um yeah andy's back on karen's back so just waiting yeah. on randolph but uh yeah man that, that's that woman's insane man it's like some the, some shit the joker would do feature some shit like that and laugh at you <clears throat> um, yeah it's like a manners thing you're supposed to just take food that's handed to you and just eat it yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with you for being like no yeah when you know your co-worker's yeah. feelings are attached to it that you eat out of guilt almost because you've all seen like i don't know uh i don't know a fucking potato salad that's purple or something and you're like i don't want it to eat this but i do like jenna you know what i mean <clears throat> so i'll take a bite and then later on you're like who the fuck was cheese and potato salad you know mm-hmm. can you take a fake phone call on the air uh, that's what i would do i would <laughs> pretend i had a call <laughs> just turn away from the conversation <laughs> huh <laughs> just walk off screen <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right i got you guys back yeah everybody's yeah. back um there's a petition uh you sound fine okay yeah. there's a petition launched yeah. to kick r kelly off of um <clears throat> a festival bill because of his uh past sex abuse claims uh, i support that yeah uh fans have launched a petition in protest to r kelly headline in a festival calling for organizers to kick his rapist ass from the bill uh orange county's rapist rapist sorry did i say okay yeah it said kick kick his rapist ass off the bill uh he is due to headline orange county's soul aquarius music festival 2017 but now past unproven allegations have led fans unproven Mm. (laughs) here we go with the bullshit who wrote this? What site is this? NME.com? I don't know who y'all are. I'm not to look up. Y'all niggas might it's be British, biased. Uh, British music. What'd you say, Andy? That's a music magazine, NME. Okay. All right. I'm proven. 
uh yeah so apparently uh there's been a petition uh it was in the message <clears throat> that music is not separate abuse of girls and it's never okay no you are how many timely ballots you contributed to the world was pretty complimentary um <laughs> like even in this like it was some jams it was jams, okay well you can't be out here right here no, really. uh so uh yeah basically said get him out of there um uh of course you know we all know the myriad allegations there was a tape uh he found not guilty of 14 counts letter him but all because she wouldn't testify and the family was paid off and like a lot it was a lot of shit to it um and then the way the tapes were found it was like it had in the court like it was a lot of shit it wasn't as simple as like they just couldn't prove them um <clears throat> so anyway man uh they gotta they got a for that we'll see uh i'll tell you what we- I wouldn't have gone to the concert anyway if R. Kelly was headlining it. That's what I was going to say. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of acts on the ballot, you know what I mean, apparently. And I think that's how people are trying to justify like, yeah, but I do want to see Erica Badu, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so. Uh, but my thing going. is speak without speak with your money, too. Just don't go. Come on. You know what I mean? I don't, I, I don't mind signing the petition, but then also don't go to the shit. <clears throat> yeah. So that's the only way they're going to learn. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not... It's not going. You don't need a petition. It's not going. Right. I'll sign the petition. Don't wrong. I'll sign the petition because uh, I support I support that cause. <clears throat> but R. Kelly hasn't got a dime out of my pocket since the whole shit went down. That's mm-hmm. why I look at it. It's easier for me just to not give him any money. <clears throat> don't go. Exactly. I'll sign a petition though, but don't go. And if you're one of these other artists and you see the petition is circulating out there let's say you're erica badu you have enough clout where you can say listen i don't want him on the show or i won't be on the show i'll walk away you can say that unless you don't care you know but if there's a petition floating around that means people ain't gonna come which means you're gonna now cut into my bottom line if i'm on the show with you so i just don't be on the show with you the other artists could do that if they wanted to it's do they want to mm-hmm. i would <laughs> that's would. yeah it's really and that's the thing about this a lot of times there's never a rejection from the peers of these people so that's how shit keeps going like as long as your right. peer group is like we cool with it you know like i don't want to say anything then you'll be fine you know it's it's kind of like um uh for not not this is the best example but like i doubt bill Cosby could just get a show now you know what i mean there's still comedians that will work with him but just in general the stigma of that that his peer group of people that make power moves at networks are like nope you know what i mean radioactive we're not fucking with you um but that's never happened to r kelly r kelly there's always been people that are like i can still make a buck with them then i'm still gonna fuck with them yeah you gotta you gotta there's just lines that people you gotta you gotta set the line down and i'm not going over that line um I understand when they first book, let's say they first book the show and you don't know who's on the show, but then when you find out who's on the show, okay, now you say, well, listen, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going to be on a show with him. Now you ain't put my name associated with him. No way. Right. No. And I don't want my fans coming to see me and I don't want my fans spending money on him because he's going to get a cut of the money from my fans. No, that's not going to happen. And I think no. Badu is one of those people that's like, I think Badu is one of those people that is like, team r kelly like she's 
you know she oh, has yeah. some she had some comments earlier this year about like girls wearing short skirts mm-hmm. and shit she's also right. at the soul train awards i believe they gave him like a lifetime achievement award and she's the one that presented it and said all these glowing things about him so mm-hmm. you know uh, sometimes uh these woke uh jill scott saying like sometimes like a woke black woman will be like on some well you know they just trying to take a black man down you're like this nigga a serial rapist right <laughs> he should probably go down like some black men need to go down sometimes and he they won do. you know it's not right. like they just randomly got a nigga like he was on ah! tape so right. anyway uh let's go to our games guys play some fucking with black people okay somebody's at the door <laughs> That's a uh, people went to the wrong apartment at uh, Randolph's house. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's sing the song, Karen. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe we find different articles that we feel fucked with by as black people and we score them from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's start with uh some people that are near and dear to our hearts christians uh apparently christian leaders are up in arms right now uh over the casting of black actress octavia spencer as god in an upcoming film called the shack <clears throat> so uh <laughs> uh apparently like comedy or uh i mean it could it could it be anything but if a black woman's gonna be god i mean it must be a joke <laughs> it must be a joke um i don't know read about this it's serious business okay well apparently um joe schimmel the pastor of blessed hope chapel in Simi valley california told christian news network that the pretentious caricature of god as a fat black woman uh is dangerous and false uh young How does he know? uh i guess he's seen god before and that <laughs> motherfucker is ripped okay <laughs> <laughs> stay in the gyms baby stay on the weights <laughs> uh young pretend what matter is that he's white yeah we know yeah yeah he could be fucking john goodman for all they care yeah. uh young's pretentious car- caricature of god is a heavy set cushy non-judgmental african-american woman called papa who resembles the new agent oprah winfrey far more than the one true god revealed through the lord jesus christ in hebrews 1 1 through 1 3 and his depiction of the holy spirit as a frail asian woman with the hindu name sarayu lends itself to a dangerous and false image of god and idolatry uh so i don't know uh what uh what when true god looks like, like. A, if you're a pastor you know you're gonna run out of shit to say on sundays mm. from time to time so you just gotta you just gotta stay mad at shit like you know you gotta you gotta develop new material this, uh, he's just trying out some new shit that's all he's doing he must not have any black people in this church to ride that out on on sunday yeah you no know? definitely not <laughs> Well, he just gonna be in there on Sunday railing against all the new movies. And have you seen this Rogue One? 
<laughs> a white girl saves the universe twice now come on disney we all know and that Darth Vader ain't nothing but the devil right <laughs> Darth Vader the one true white man inside of that black outfit with the black voice uh <laughs> god man so fucking nah i i guess christians ran out of shit since trump won it's just like we yeah i, I mean we win it we never won like this before <laughs> they're, ramping, they're ramping up right <laughs> that's, that's oh, what it, they, they taking it to the <laughs> next level very next level. they take it to the next level they're like go look we got the right to stop these women from getting abortions now it's time to get black hollywood out of here um so yeah I man just like that, i just like the fact that these people are now presenting things for me to have to do now i have chores behind us now i gotta go see this movie and i wasn't even thinking about seeing this movie now i'm like well now i guess i gotta support it i don't have any yeah. choice now i gotta see black uh heavy set black woman jesus uh god i mean i gotta see it <laughs> didn't even know i wanted to see this until white people got mad now i want to see it well, ain't that some shit i'm just as much a victim of racism as, as anybody else right uh <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up but it's true as a matter of fact you know it's fucked up i didn't want to see um birth of a nation that bad until it was like mm, white people being pretty upset you know what i mean <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> Yeah, nigga turned out to be a rapist. Yeah, nigga wouldn't rape nobody. I would have went to see it. It was really that simple. I was just gonna be in the theater looking at white folks like, mm, got my ten dollars. <laughs> uh, at any rate, uh, DeYoung, there's another dude named DeYoung. What is his first name? Uh, mm, 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 mm. uh, I don't know. James DeYoung is a critic of the shack. He's a Christian author. He chimed in with his opinions um stating that the film's faithfulness to the book message and casting could far outweigh the damage that the book has done if the film is a faithful portrayal of the events and the theology of the book that every christian should be gravely then every christian should be gravely alarmed at the further advance of beliefs that smear the evangelical understanding of the truth of the bible damn they scared of this movie i'm gonna see it <laughs> uh so zero to 100 karen yeah they hadn't even heard of this till today right well karen was zero to 100 i said 100 you hear me oh i didn't hear you i didn't hear you uh randolph what about you it's pretty yeah i gotta say 100 that's mm-hmm. that's 100 all right what about you uh andy uh i'm i'm going 75 Okay. I, I think uh i, was, I think thinking 75 but it's it's so ridiculous the thing is he's kind of reaching more mm. than he's fucking with so there's a little bit of that reach that drops it down to 75 okay um and i'm gonna go with 50 it's just the fact that i can hear him coming down on fat black in my mind when i hear mm. him saying, this fat black <laughs> woman that makes me push over to 100 yeah i'm gonna say that yeah black woman like that's 75 but fat black woman that's 100 yeah i'm going with 50 because out of this i got a recommendation for a movie that i now really want to see you know what i mean so it's like i discovered it in a fucked up way but i'm less fucked with because i feel like the solution is also within the anger which is go support this film just to make this white angry christian dude upset you know 
so i'll be going to see it um i have no idea what it's about a grieving man receives a mysterious personal invitation to meet with god at a place called the shack it's directed by Stuart hazeldine who i've never heard of let me see who is a white dude so he might not be that pro black send you an invitation i think god would just put you there mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like talking to you come here and just put you there i don't know ever Maybe since like do it. i don't know but they send invitations they know. do they do well, invite is people shack? Is, is a shack like a jazz club or something are they going all out with this <laughs> uh i don't know i don't know the shack look like a house it's like a uh. a cabin or some shit it looked kind of oh, nice shit um yeah but ever since will smith started writing letters to uh to shit in that new trailer i feel like god could be anything man like i yeah, won't be seeing that one. I'm, a, I'm, one I won't be seeing. I'm gonna go see it because uh i just i just be rooting for will smith so hard man i don't know what's wrong with him making shit movies he gotta stop man he can't help himself and then the worst part is that the movies don't do well and then all the pieces get written about how bad his movies are too so it's like it just keep adding up but i'm gonna keep supporting him man and when we when he finally comes back remember i never left the bandwagon will when we come back when we make it remember rod was here watching all them bullshit movies also sometimes he just keeps making shit movies i think he just needs to get away from his kids for three months every now and then (laughs) well see I, I would be okay with that but it, it, he ain't making them kind of movies like he making <laughs> these like passion project ass movies where it's like he believed in this script and i'm just like yeah. will man how did you how did you not see that that script was a loser man you can't play no fucking doctor from africa man you a fucking six foot six handsome as shit brother from philly yeah. light-skinned brother from philly what, no african what did y'all see that concussion movie? Did y'all see it? No. I can't bring myself to watch it. it I don't want to watch him slip in and out of his accent. Look, man, it's not even that part. Like, he really commits to the role. It's just optically, your mind will not embrace the idea that a room full of white dudes won't listen to Will Smith. Like, every, <laughs> every scene, I'm just like, if Will Smith walked in a room and said, people getting concussions, everyone in the room would be like, uh, tell me more. What, what exactly is happening? It, but in the movie everybody's like shut the fuck up go back to africa then it's like nobody would say that to will smith no, they would <laughs> you know what I mean? he crying and shit about these concussions nigga you would never have to cry about no concussions man get the fuck out of here uh he ain't know how to come on to uh google and about the raw nigga please she fine as fuck come on man here's how will smith comes on to somebody hey i'm will smith how you been doing yes (laughs) every movie that they try to do like will smith's awkward around women i'm like if you don't get the fuck out of my face we don't we don't believe you (laughs) this is an insult to everybody in the theater man right oh will smith don't know how to talk to women fuck out of here will smith could be out here sexually harassing women and people let it be okay Yeah. he just oh, walked yeah. in he just walked in and pulled his dick out girl oh so you called the cops no i gave my number i gave my number <laughs> he is fine uh i could change him uh let's see uh how about this one guys um uh, here's what happened when top chef decided to film an episode on a damn plantation top shit 
Oh no! <laughs> and I, well, I know exactly oh, what top no. shelf he is. Oh no! How did this go? Why would you do this? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, uh, apparently top shelf um uh, <laughs> decided to um uh, they go around different locations um and they try to go to a plantation and uh of course uh black pe- black twitter was aware of it which means bossa was aware of it so they took screenshots of everybody's responses uh <laughs> so uh did someone cook did anyone cook freedom fries we're <laughs> <laughs> gonna make some juneteenth juice uh runaway slave slaw damn yo and the black man lost black man uh coretta scott key says black man lost at the plantation hashtag top shelf <laughs> we can't win at the top shelf if it's at a plantation we better he, win he should have had immunity that week <laughs> yeah <laughs> they give immunity on that show? you mean to tell me the slavery chicken he made didn't win uh bruh hashtag top shelf had a black man cook on the slave plantation and send him home that's that bullshit at bravo tv y'all trash for that and it's with a picture of somebody looking at a laptop that says trash did he make crabolition cakes right uh underneath uh our girl um underscore miss holiday says they sent the black man gerald home after making him cook on a plantation shaking my head so i like that according to these tweets if he would have won it would have been okay everybody's like he lost you gotta at least give him the win that's the minimum uh uh, see top shelf tried to confront slave history with bad atmospherics at for bio truffles oh for build your own truffles chef to win plantation challenge sending black chef home that person must have like some type of degree uh, <laughs> bringing the what black. What are they gonna do next week? You gonna know, go to a concentration camp with <laughs> a Jewish chef? Come on. <laughs> this week we're going to Auschwitz. <laughs> yeah. Making. You're, you're up, baby. <laughs> it's time for some gefalte fish. Mm, this is terrible. You are <laughs> yeah, out. Yes, it is. Go home. But, the, but you can't use the ovens. Right. Yeah, of course not. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> right good grief that yeah that's pretty bad man uh they don't even have a clip it's just all tweets two weeks here's what we're not gonna do you don't get to use potatoes (laughs) 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 oh man (laughs) right well tune in next week when we go to the reservation uh (laughs) when when they enter When they entered the plantation, I said, oh, crap, why at Bravo TV? Slave plantation, really? What was the object of this location? Shaking my head. Damn, Top Shelf, you pissed some people off, man. Uh, at any rate, uh, zero to 100, Karen? Oh, that's a 100. 100 for Karen? Because the black dude got kicked off. All right, Randolph? That, that, that's definitely 100. Let me tell you something. When they were planning in the office, they were giggling about it. We're going to a plantation and we got a black guy. <laughs> that's 100. <laughs> uh, what, what, what about you, Andy? <laughs> that's the perfect stuff. Definitely 100. Yeah, that's really good. Sending them home was what got them to 100. I can't even front. It wouldn't have been okay if you would have won either, but still, sending them home was definitely the wrong oh, move. Yes. <laughs> uh, Colorado doctor who called Michelle Obama monkey face has resigned from her hospital job. 
uh wow uh yeah apparently a colorado doctor came under fire for calling first lady michelle obama a monkey face who speaks poor ebonic english uh she has resigned from her job as a pediatric anesthesiologist oh she puts kids to sleep lovely Hmm. lovely uh dr michelle heron stepped down from her position at denver health medical center after racist comments on facebook kicked off a firestorm storm of controversy why do these people think they can do that oh wait it's trump, trump won. yeah my bad America. for years that's why yeah i forgot i forgot it's my fault y'all that's a bad question uh this is the second post this is the second post she is she has lost since the remarks became public earlier this week she was fired from her teaching position at the university of colorado denver school of medicine she was responding to a facebook post about michelle obama's eloquence as a public speaker and the pedigree of the first ladies princeton and harvard education when heron wrote doesn't seem to be speaking too eloquently here thank god we can't hear her she then added harvard that's a place for entitled folks said all the liberals mm-hmm. jealous of them degrees yeah uh here's another thing dog i do this a lot on facebook you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't notice it because it's a it's me not doing something but uh i see people shit that i don't agree with and just keep scrolling yeah i don't know if people understand there's a lot of shit on facebook where you can just hit that um unfriend unfollow block show me less of this like i pick and choose my spots to talk to people about shit yes sir very with a lot of caution where i'm just like okay i i gotta talk to this person about this but in general those are your friends use all the options people it's people that still don't know i unfriended they ass i seen like one crazy thing on a page and was like "Mm -mm, not in my circle i love my liberal bubble fuck that fuck what you heard we'll lose all the elections if it's up to me (laughs) i'm not i'm not talking to y'all motherfuckers Mm -hmm. Uh, have a debate or discussion nope. right wish you would come on my page first of all to even say that part i'd automatically be like what the fuck is wrong with you but then later she put um monkey face and poor ebonic english three exclamation points there i feel better i am still not racist just calling it like it is you are racist here's here's the thing um just as as a teacher if you're running around saying that Michelle Obama doesn't speak well, you shouldn't be teaching youth. Mm-hmm. You you have you you just show me you don't have any knowledge in your head, so you don't get to be a teacher no more. Period. I don't even, what 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 made her speak badly? Was it coming out of her her black skinned face? I guess that's the only thing that makes the the words bad. Mm-hmm. or the the dialect bad that she's speaking highly intelligent michelle obama speaking so even when you do speak well you still don't speak well mm-hmm. you know if she like when they ended the um when they ended the uh oprah and michelle talked the other day on tv mm-hmm. and yeah. she made she made a joke like well she was like my grandma's not coming back to to the white house she's going to chicago and uh she was like she's like bye felicia and her and oprah had had that black woman moment where they're like mm-hmm. and i'm like i can see some person that hates her being like she can't even speak right bye felicia what kind of ebonics and it's like okay 
so we just yeah. gonna demean this woman's entire existence because you hate her so much you just waiting for her to say something to piss you yes. off she has yes she has struck like they have struck a nerve but her specifically just being like uh like out pretty much black royalty in this country for eight years has pissed off a segment of people that are just so like that is just they're deplorable people they're just deplorable people there's no other way around it like she doesn't do well, anything called him right when she said deplorable she was right right what hillary clinton wrong in my opinion was she should have stood behind that when people started right. saying well they're not deplorable she should have said yeah they are yep <laughs> yeah, yeah. yep sure yeah i said it but by, by the way michelle said yep. she not she not running so y'all can stop asking her to bail out the country it don't matter um, still bring it up yeah but here's the thing um if she was running that's that's one of the reasons why because she would be like no i said that was deplorable Oh yeah, she wouldn't have been. Yeah. Her, uh, her facial expressions and the way she talks and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was the world not ready for no Michelle Obama pre- uh, presidency anyway, and I'm not ready to put these hands on y'all for talking about yeah. Michelle Obama because it's gonna happen. Like I can tolerate the the Barack slander to a certain extent, where I'm like, ah, it happens. Y'all niggas talk about Michelle, someone getting punched in their face. Be like that dude outside the Cheesecake Factory on. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw that video. You call that dude a nigger. I saw that video. That, <laughs> oof. that woman said, oof. you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> what happened? He uh, was challenging some random black dude to a fight. Uh, and the black dude didn't want to fight him. He was just like, man, go inside. Shut up. Leave me alone with that bullshit. And he turned around to go inside, but he had to hit him with that one more. And he said something like, some, some, some nigger. And Buddy <laughs> walked over there and, and hit him with uh, a motherfucking uh, 17 hit combo and knocked his hat off. His hat didn't want none of that ass with him. His hat, his hat was like, I'm out! And just jumped. Make America great by yourself! And then just left. Then, yeah. <laughs> he caught that E Honda. He was taking that, them blows. And then, finish him. Then when he got knocked out, um, or knocked on the ground, um, the woman who was filming it you could tell she was a sister she was just like you shouldn't have said that <laughs> right like they said don't let this don't let president trump get your ass whooped out here fucking with people thinking uh uh calling because calling a nigga calling somebody nigga on the internet and calling somebody a nigga in real life ain't the same in yeah. real life people will put them motherfucking hands on you he tried to take that grade a egg game offline right <laughs> he fucking around and scramble so your egg that, it wasn't so much that he was landing the blows on him it was just that he was so precise. So precise. <laughs> it was just he was like. So, it was like precision. Just bang, bang. It was like he was lying. Bang, bang, bang. And it was right after the dude talked about being in the Marines and shit, man. Dude took that L, man. Just like, mm, that was, it was so good. Right. It was so good. I don't even like, I abhor violent, viral videos for the most part. I ain't on front. I saw that one. I was like, mm, no power to you, brother. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, ooh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> I tried not to watch it. And I was just like, let me see what happened. Oh, God. Look at yeah. his hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any rate, man, um, this woman did get, lose her two positions. Um, uh, so, Karen, zero to 100. Oh, zero. Zero. Now, she did resign from one of the positions. Does that change it? Zero. Anything? Your paycheck stopped all right there you go uh randolph well it's zero right now because as karen said the paycheck stopped but it's gonna jump up to 100 when she gets hired at another place in two weeks oh Mm. yeah she will yeah yeah i feel you uh andy 
I'm going to go 50 just for the, but I'm not racist because that's, that's like the, uh, that's like the best, the biggest play in the fucking with black people playbook yeah, it is. is the denying your racism after having literally just expressed it. Yeah. That's my, that's my, uh, that's my favorite thing is white people trying to do the barometer of what's racist because because yeah. nothing's racist when a white person is doing it apparently you know it's like it's like it's like you read just people you gotta read you gotta read some of these first-hand accounts from like slave owners and shit like you read some of their words and you're just like yo this person went to their grave thinking i'm a good person yep like they they died and they were like why did these slaves want to be free so bad why did they turn on me didn't we feed them didn't we clothe them them. i mean i let them see their families on sundays i don't understand what they want from me like it's insane when you read it it's just to think that 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 world is not even that old no to think to think about at the turn of the, of the the century that shit was still going on in some places you know like to think about jim crow and segregation the mentality like there were people who were like i'm not racist i just don't want black people drinking out my water fountain or going to my school or Or riding the same bus or eating at my counter but i'm not racist and i wish you would stop calling me that like that is a thing that happened and we're just it's always going to be like that so when you see people say like I just think she's an ebonic speaking monkey face. You're like, that's racist. And don't even go there. Don't even call me racist. Cause that's when you tripping. That's when you're wrong. Okay. Anyway, it's like talking to a, it's like if you ever talk to a drug addict and you're trying to get them to understand they have a problem, there's always someone who's a worse addict. Always. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not the problem. Look at that dude over there. Like he's worse. Then <laughs> that dude's I'm on okay. drugs. Right. <laughs> right. That guy's racist. Like there's always a worse. <laughs> slave owner <laughs> yeah he beat his I'm slaves hard i beat my slaves pretty light ah! all right guys let's uh let's try to have a palate cleanser here guys uh i don't know if y'all were on the show last time i don't think we had this segment Mm-mm. but uh this is a new segment we like to call white people news mm-hmm. so we're okay. gonna we're gonna detoxify with some white people news let me play uh a white people song for everybody all through the year we waited waited through spring and fall to hear silver bells ringing see winter time bringing the happiest season of all chestnuts roasting on an open fire elevated music Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols Being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows a turkey and some mistletoe Tiny little tots 
That's right. Yeah, that is some food court music. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody playing at the mall right now. That is uh, some white people Christmas music. It's not like ours. Mm-mm, that is not like ours. I should like yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to uh, uh, you. No. Like, I should have. I should have. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. That's our Christmas music. Right. I should be jamming. <laughs> Woo. Oh, man. But hey, you know what? This is white people news. Yeah. I feel so like someone should be handing me like meat on a toothpick right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cheese, yes. Uh, let's see. We'll, the, bourbon the, bourbon spot, the bourbon chicken spot will hand you the sample as you get in line. You're like, I'm already here. I'm, I'm ordering your food. <laughs> don't I don't care. need the sample. Yeah. I came here to buy more of this. Right. Uh, there's a Brady Bunch star who has responded to claims that she's homophobic. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Don't oh, get did wife. she finally do a response? Okay. Susan Olsen finds it hilarious she's been labeled as anti-gay. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. But... Yeah. I think Shout it's out. hilarious. We heard what you said. That's she... Cindy, right? Uh, yep. She plays Cindy Brady, and she fired off at the Old Dogs and New Tricks actor Le- Leon Accord on Facebook on December 7th after Accord accused her of spreading outrageous misinformation on the two chicks talking po- uh, politics uh, uh la talk radio show that she co-hosted in one facebook rant oh wait rant facebook post olsen 55 slammed accord as a little piece of human waste later that day accord shared a screenshot of a private facebook message that appeared to show olsen going off on a tirade labeling him a pussy and the biggest faggot ass in the world oh uh, by December 9th, the LA Talk Radio announced on Facebook they had severed their ties with the host because of hateful speech, though it did not reference Olsen by name. Family road trip. Oh, wait. Fun. Don't play that. Um, so yeah, it like she lost her job on it. On December 15th, she spoke out about the exchange on Facebook, arguing that reports she'd been fired from her radio get misleading. And by the way, how does one get fired from a job they were never paid to do? Mm. I don't know that that's a point in your favor, but okay. Just two minutes later, she claimed the controversy stemmed from her being an outspoken supporter of President-elect Donald Trump. Oh, the real discrimination. Mm-hmm. This is only about me supporting Trump, and I still do. The next day, she addressed the words she allegedly exchanged with a court witting, uh, wait, whiting, uh, directly, uh, noting that she found it hilarious that I'm being called a homophobe in yet another Facebook post somehow the actual apology that i made days ago did not get posted i'm very sorry for ever hurting the lgbt community that i love so much for that i'm sorry and frankly find it hilarious that i'm being called a homophobe what could be more ridiculous stop right, stop right, there. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop right there did she say that she loves the lgbt community so much yep but she voted for donald trump whose vice president person that he picked pretty much hates the LBGT community. Well, but Pence would argue that he loves them. (laughs) Pence would say that he loves the gay community so much that he wants them to not be gay so they can join him in heaven later. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And he's going to take away all the drug programs so that maybe HIV and AIDS can come back. You know? Help these people out. Uh, I think the real LGBT community knows that that I have and always will support them I love you. 
just minutes after that she said she'd be taking a break from social media in the wake of the controversy please know that i love you all but i need to take a break from social media yeah social media's fault (laughs) 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 motherfuckers love that don't they (laughs) if it wasn't for facebook motherfucker we can read you said that shit (laughs) What are you talking you about? What you, you heard what you said. Right. That's, I'm feedback what you said. I'm at the point where I have a very unpopular opinion of coming to Facebook for pictures of babies, cats, and what y'all been eating, to be honest. <laughs> like, that's, what, that, that's why I'm we, here. We've come full circle on that. I'm all the way back to like, nope, don't care about your political opinions. What kind of sandwich was that? That's like that's like posting some crazy shit on Facebook and blaming literacy. Yeah. One yeah. <laughs> <laughs> father's if reading. Yeah, you people, you you could if you couldn't read, we wouldn't have a problem here. Mm-hmm. It was a dude on uh, one of my friends' Facebook posts where she was talking about the Lena Dunham shit, and it was, of course a bunch of men chimed in with the like, "It's her right, okay? It is her right to do what she wants to with her body, even though I disagree with her taking that tiny baby's life that is inside oh, her." Lord. <laughs> and then when people were like dude what the fuck are you saying and then they were just like you know i blame facebook really social media is just so hard to communicate i'm like no no it's not it's you it's you you don't know what you do you don't know how to talk to people and you meant that shit Mm -hmm. uh at any rate um so she says uh look gay people i'm y'all friend i just like to put all people slurs using uh that are pejorative to you whenever i'm at calm down uh toby mcguire who you guys may know as spider-man yeah okay so karen you know this guy i know him a lot of times the white people news karen doesn't know what we're talking about i have no idea who they are um he split from his wife of nine say what say what right now oh she knows him she knows him she knows him him, but but yeah normally she doesn't Oh, uh, you know, or, or I know their performance name and not their real name, so mm-hmm. I just start calling them by their real name. I'm like, man, who that? Yeah. Well, Spider-Man. Peter Peter Parker was yeah. uh he split from his wife of nine years, Jennifer Mayer, uh, in October. And now he's back out on the town with his old pal Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. Accompanied right. with a mystery blonde. Mm. Right. The boys are back in town. You about to get some of that Leo runoff pussy that was about to happen? Mm-hmm. It looked like Jonah yeah. Hill was there too, but for some reason they didn't say that he was hanging out with Jonah Hill. That's fucked up. Damn. Well, if you got a trust in running with Jonah Hill or running with Leo, who you gonna run with? Oh, no, nah, I'm saying they all here in the same picture. Don't put Jonah Hill's name next to mine. Put Leo's name next to mine. They, they all in this picture together, though. It's kind of fucked. If I was Jonah Hill, I'd feel away. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I was at the party? kind of shit is this the 41 year old actor was spotted dining at a new hot spot called catch la seated next to a pretty margot roby lookalike oh shade that's damn they didn't even bother learning her name (laughs) a skinny blonde woman (laughs) the image was posted to instagram by a fan on tuesday reported they like likely dined there on monday however a source told page six that it was not a date but a larger dinner party which also included jonah hill the spider-man star has been enjoying his new single life since splitting from meyer uh with whom he has two children uh he's become a regular fixture at la's party scene including being spotted at 10 ak i guess 10 oak or something one oak anyway uh alongside his pal leo and leo's infamous wolf pack of pals Earlier this month, Toby was seen getting armorous with a non-blonde outside of a bar in West Hollywood. 
Oh, you know what that means? He been cheating. Yeah. He been cheating a long time. No, look, this 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 will probably last a, probably about a year. Right. Just got to get back out there for a minute. I mm. look look for these stories for about probably about a year, and then he'll he'll meet somebody and he'll settle back in. He's too old for. He's already got kids, right. so he's yeah. This he is every. About to wild out, but he's already got kids and stuff. You can't, you can't sustain that life. <laughs> Leo ain't got no kids, right. you know. So Leo can do this. He ain't got this, no kids. This is every dude. The, every dude against the most of the, like people we know. This will just be at Ruby Tuesday. Oh, in okay. The, um, Ritzy Club, you know. He's okay. just going yeah. out and having his fun that he feels like he missed out on. So he's gonna have like a romaine, yeah. a romaine lost year. <laughs> yeah, if he's lucky. Oh, yes, yes, that's <laughs> that, that was post-divorce too yeah okay all right. okay all right i thought it meant he was probably already in these streets because he uh he no. doing because yeah, he because no. only reason i the only reason i suspect no. that he might have already been in these streets is because um he's so public with it you know what i mean like you normally these stars after the divorce they do the low key like with some discretion they done caught him making out in public a couple times this sound like a dude yeah, that just ain't another, give a fuck here's another thing though here's another thing though because he's been out of the game for so long, he may not understand about how mm. everybody's now taking pictures of you. True. Everybody now is looking at you. Everybody True. now Same. is picking you up. So this may be the thing where he learns where, okay, I got to keep this shit under. True. Because his wife crap. is definitely, like, I can't imagine his wife being okay. Like, look, you in the t- you don't fucking in the tabloids on the internet. We got kids. What the fuck, dog? Like. Right. I don't mind you getting out here, but like, what the oh, fuck? I gotta, I gotta pull back. I gotta pull back. Yeah. I gotta. yeah and, and that's, you know, that's old school being at the game. But a lot of people, they do like, I'm a, I'm a just gonna go out here and, and, and ball out because, you know, I missed something, but. Yeah. It, Even hanging with Leo is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty bad first move. Because mm-hmm. even, like, I know Leo is the man right. in that circle, but you know, the PR for that is gonna look like you know it's gonna it's gonna look bad for you man but leo ain't ain't got no children and nobody else to be accountable to right leo can do that you know what i mean everybody got that friend he's out there in them street and that's fine fine good he should be right you you know that's running with the big dogs baby are you ready to run with the big dogs like that yeah yeah. lifestyle ain't the same Ten, yeah. o'clock, 10 o'clock you be ready to go to bed they be just waking up and be like it's time to roll You're it's like, a little what? yeah leo like to fuck with them like 22 you, you know leo's telling him hey man don't you gotta take your kids to school tomorrow or something or you yo that low-key that is one of the more underrated parts about um that homie that a lot of people don't talk about but that homie that's living that kind of life is always yeah. the same dude that tells you not to right Every, yeah, like he Tomorrow, don't you, you got responsibilities? This. They know your schedule better than you. Don't you got responsibilities? Ain't your daughter got a got a three p.m. appointment? You might want to leave me alone. Like they're not gonna stop you necessarily. They won't mm-hmm. stop you, but they are very much like you ignore the warning if you went out with them because they definitely yes. hit you like now. You know we don't even get started till three. Who's <laughs> gonna tell you right. now? Yeah, we, yeah. You know you gotta pick your kids said, up. Just like, they said just like that. Yeah, you know, this doesn't even jump off too. We get it's back like, from the club. Right. It's like boys in the hood when they let him out of the car. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you yes. don't belong here. Right. You don't belong here. This is not your life. Right. You get <laughs> caught you get caught up trying to prove some manhood shit. Well, you sure you won't get on here on these? Yeah, you know, we be coming back in when the sun <laughs> yeah. come up, dog. Right. You no, know, I can do it. I'm a good I'm on these hoes. We doing this. Mm-hmm. 
right, man. All right. All right, man. I ain't, I ain't trying to say you ain't a man. I'm just saying you don't really seem to get down like this. But okay. Show up at the club in flip flops. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Be up in there. You wearing that? You wearing that? Okay. That's not what they wear no more, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you ain't been to club since Troop was hot, but if you want to wear that, you, you want to wear that bomber jacket. Come on. Uh, Jabot jeans? Okay. You yeah, hey. Back in the closet? Mm. Right. <laughs> you you going to clown, but cool. Come on with me. Come on. Come on. You need, you need this. Cause they know you need this humbling as much as they, as you, like you need it. They're like, yep, yep, they wasn't fucking with you. You right. They wasn't feeling you. You right. Uh, now, now, now one girl <laughs> wants your free drink. Okay. I understand. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, he back on these, he back on these streets, man. Back on these girls. Um, lived. Hey, uh, Rod. Yeah. One second. I just got a notice saying that, uh, North Carolina failed to repeal the anti LGBTQ bill. Are you serious? Oh my god! You know how much? First of all, you know I, I need to see the details of it because it could. It's two things about it, right? One, the repealing of it wasn't necessarily a positive because what it was going to do was it wasn't going to. Um, at least the way they were going to repeal it just now, they were actually just yeah. going to take it back to before what Charlotte did, and that really defeats the purpose. We should be adding to the protections of LGBT people in in North Carolina, not taking away. And that's essentially what they want to do is just be like, well, we'll just go back to LGBT people are unprotected, but we're not putting, we're not writing it down. Um, and we do need to fight that to be like, no, you should be able to use whatever bathroom you want to. You shouldn't be able to be fired for being LGBT at work. Like someone shouldn't be able to find that out and fire you without cause. Um, yeah, we already got that right to work state. Come on. Right. Um, cause it was a lot in that bill. Also minimum wage was going to be $15 in Charlotte. Like it was a lot of little shit that was, uh, not little, but major, major shit. Yeah. They had to actually, uh, uh, amend it because at first they was like, Hey, if you want to sue your uh, employer, you could sue them federally, but you couldn't sue the state. Right. And that was even if you were like, not even LGBT, but for like, if you were Anybody. black, if you were a woman, um so yeah uh it was good news bad news that vote today because on the one hand people wanted a quick dirty like we repealed it okay and then everybody all the money could come back and then we just go back to ignoring lgbt people here right um but it also is also bad news because it still means that um you know they don't have the political will to get rid of it yet so i need to see the details of why bad. they didn't this is bad man it's a long article that just popped yeah hey hey send it to me on twitter man because i do want to uh read it after the show because uh i read i read a um i read an article before to uh the vote today that was like yeah don't be fooled by this even if this shit goes through this is bad because it doesn't it just basically essentially strips all the language for lgbt people out of the law which is just as which is still harmful you know but yeah they don't have a we'll see they, they might not have a political will to do it do the right thing people got to force them to um all right so uh live tyler back to white people news okay because we all know lgbt <laughs> lgbt news is stressful man it's stressful in america man yeah you know it's just like it's just black news all this marginalized yeah, news yeah and people wonder why we play sylvester up front all right live tyler was looking stylish as she heads out to london with her fiance dave gardner her son, Sailor, and her five-month-old daughter, Luna. 
what is we planning what's happening here uh luna uh does mean moon uh but sailor that's not a planet sailor moon damn oh my god she named that kid sailor moon sailor sailor and luna are the name of her kids sailor moon Mm -hmm. karen you smart (laughs) i would have never put that together white people will rich white people and poor black people name their kids the same shit yeah they do it's a lot more common than you think guys um yeah Liv tyler uh 39 I mean, at least she named it something like that and not food you know next raisin brand and karen does this every time crunch bite oh i can't stand on that your children food karen does this all the time there's like two people that name their kid food and karen thinks all y'all do it all yeah, y'all white you folks. do um, just like it just like we get the stereotype y'all get the stereotype name <laughs> your kids real shit what is it apple it's apple right. yeah it's the only one i think we've ever done karen's like they, choke tip. right they name them all food <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> stop naming your baby's food <laughs> this is my petty agenda <laughs> every time the actress 39 was dressed in style for the bitter winter chill as she emerged from her pad with her fiance dave gardner 40 and her two young children hot on her heels uh the daughter of aerosmith rocker steven tyler looks sensational in a stylish black cape style coat which she teamed with a denim dress she completed the look with black tights and and knee-high boots as she headed down the stairs with a pile of books in her hands wearing just a stick a slick just a slick of makeup to show off her striking features it was evident that Liv was fully emerged in her family bliss her sports manager Bo looked every inch the doting dad as he kept warm with a chunky brown scar while holding on to their one-year-old son sailor i love these descriptions they sound like they're trying to tell us a story patches in the book yeah you know what i like about um about Liv tyler um she really is uh like she has really good skin like i yeah, she only have to wear a sliver of makeup so apparently whatever a sliver a is, slick it was a slick or a slick yeah i was watching um what the fuck is that show the leftovers mm-hmm. and uh they had like these long segments where like a lot of the actresses don't have makeup and stuff when they're in this coat and uh she still looked good without the makeup like like good for her man good for her which is weird because her father has like the worst skin of all time exactly exactly yeah that is drugs that is drugs yes that is definitely drugs uh but good for her man you know you know that we we always say you know black don't crack but she somehow slipped through the cracks man uh (laughs) the happy family was also joined by little luna who looked adorable she was brought out of the vehicle on saturday live couldn't resist sharing a cute snap of their newest arrival on instagram lula rose so happy to be sitting up in her new big girl chair she loves watching her brothers as she giggles when they do naughty things like kick footballs all around the kitchen uh the top wore a lovely victorian style white frock and black cardigan as she sat proudly in her pink chair with her brother appearing in the background uh getting the getting snap happy with her kids last week liv shared another cute snap of her youngest children in a toy car together so there you guys go that's what's going on with these white folks um good for them playing mm-hmm. playing yeah. with their children uh annaline children the adorable ever, children true like, they always have to put the word adorable in as though there's any other word they would use right <laughs> no one's gonna say her ugly ass kid showed up yeah 
her ill-tempered children showed their spoiled <laughs> asses up that big waterhead baby out again yeah <laughs> that's what bossom would say yes uh even bossom <laughs> even bossom know not to come for the children now yeah <laughs> uh this bar's 15 dollar coke 45 is a low blow to cheap beer uh okay fancy restaurants i get that you like to take lower costing foods and turn it into upscale dishes but uh, apparently in hollywood st felix's has decided to show all of society how low they can go by taking a 40 ounce bottle of coke 45 which we can get at basically any liquor store for three bucks and selling it for 15 dollars the twist on this popular cheap way to get drunk they're selling it in a brown paper bag nigga what? a 12 dollar bag is that what i'm paying the extra 12 for because i get a bag at yeah. the store oh they get a hundred somebody white is buying that i guarantee it. it's ironic it's just like when Pat and, they're when- buying it and they're taking pictures of it as they're drinking it and putting the shit on instagram yeah. I promise you. Promise you. Hashtag Coke 45. Hashtag turn up. Hashtag it's lit. Mm-hmm. Hashtag hashtag hashtag. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're selling in a brown paper bag. You know the kind that we typically carry around our 40s in already. Oh, you know what? That brown paper bag is made out of hemp. That's why. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. For the recycling. It's, it's a special brown paper bag white people are in a 15 dollar brown lick uh mm-hmm. malt liquor now mm. but how are people going to know you're drinking cold 45 if you keep it in the bag you gotta put a little little window in the bag somewhere yeah yeah i'm a poser man i'll just put put some water in the bag yo that, that's what we should do is hang out outside the club and be like hey man ten dollars man we got <laughs> ten dollar cold 45 bro don't go in there and spend that 15 uh <laughs> oh, you get the right hustle man he sure will he'll pop that coat open oh that's the white people are crazy man uh <laughs> james that's an irony shit like pbr <laughs> the reason pbr became popular because it was cheap bad and so like 10 15 years ago white people started drinking pbr even though it was the punchline beer for about 15 mm-hmm. years before that mm-hmm. so it's like look how bad this is <laughs> look i'm drinking cheap beer isn't that funny right mm, for no. people who have that personality basically no, my, my, meantime there's a black guy standing over there holding a glass of hennessy like no it's not funny <laughs> right mm, it's not <laughs> funny either because what i realized as you get older you know because people used to go top shelf liquor i never understood what top shelf liquor was till i got old i was like oh you do this so that you can wake up and function and go to work and your liver right. will love you yeah you're paying for the night right. hangover but you, once you have it you see the difference right so like I we drank we drank a bunch of this tequila suaza suava mm-hmm. something like that tequila uh last year and we were fucked up we were, you and justin yeah and justin we did like a show on like we did a live podcast we were fucked up man it was bad um and his wife had to come get him and shit and uh we both got up and played basketball that morning seven yeah, in the morning I went to absolutely work. fine yeah. no hangover nothing I, I went to work the next day too and that's when i found out that i i'm and i don't roger no i'm not a heavy liquor drinker but i hold my liquor a lot better than justin yeah it was I fine was, i was looking at justin like this it? but i was i was shocked to see him and i was like yo man is it me or do you not have a hangover he's like me neither i was like fuck i wasted my whole life 
buying that cheap ass shit i should have always been saving up to get the good shit mm-hmm. if and i would have known you didn't get a fucking hangover i would have been i didn't know that shit was possible mm-hmm. anyway and that's why it's I'm not sure in the commercial they up. never mentioned that in the commercial <laughs> they never it, really they should advertise they should be like this tequila and you, you won't get a hangover oh <laughs> oh just to just to kill it for adults they care about yeah. their liver and their health that's why everyone in this ad is wearing a suit you know right y'all, y'all got shit to do right. tomorrow oh so that's why everybody in this ad signing 401ks right. fsa's right. oh this makes sense that would be a good ass that would be the best advertisement for liquor ever it's just a motherfucker at work like they just Come show on. they just show him <laughs> at work <laughs> like working on shit for like 45 seconds of the commercial and then he just look in the camera like this was me last night and they show him fucked up and the club is like <laughs> <laughs> it like never settle you know what i never. mean <laughs> mm. uh all right let's see what else white people are talking about oh the royal family issues another rare public statement to support the careers of princess eugenie and beatrice what did they do nothing uh what can we say perhaps the royal family is getting a little more candid weeks after prince william issued a very rare public statement in support of prince harry's new romance with Meghan markle Mm -hmm, she's gorgeous which followed an equally unusual she's gorgeous okay yeah well she well uh she's also like half black so she was catching uh yeah i know she was catching that sism yeah she was that's why they had to come out because they normally try to keep that shit on the low with who's being date who they're dating but uh they actually had to come out and be like hey 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 y'all y'all cut that racism out (laughs) that that i know that i know about but i mean i mean it's been pretty known for a while that he likes his his meat spicy so well it's weird though because like i didn't even know that uh and i and i think even she's kind of like uh you know the tragic mulatto thing where it's like i'm defining my own identity and all that shit yeah and it's like uh yeah them racists them racists they defined it yeah they don't care they don't care nothing about how they don't care about who you want to be they have decided for you baby they don't care about your personal exploration or any of that stuff they don't care about your mama and your daddy they they look at you and they put you in the category yeah just just, like me just look at just look for just 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 recognize we'll be here for you when when it's time right and just recognize your definition of reality and their definition of reality and a lot of how the world treats you ain't the same i'm just saying as a as a community black people traditionally we will be here for you when when it's time to come home yeah oh, we'll be here. Be. that's not even a question yeah we'll be here what do these two girls do what's the, what's their jobs did, did we check into this oh uh, i'm about to read it do we just have jobs oh i'm about to oh, read it, got we, it. Got, okay. we got distracted by mark megan markle but you know yeah. um <clears throat> so yeah it uh apparently uh that followed an equally unusual statement from prince harry himself about the matter prince andrew has issued an additional rare public statement regarding the future roles of his daughters princess eugenie and beatrice um issues through buckingham palace prince andrew denounced the recent tabloid fighter that suggested he and his brother prince charles were in stark disagreement over the intended careers of the two princesses one of the supposed disagreements for instance was prince charles disapproval of the young women pursuing full-fledged professional careers outside of their palace duties what are their palace duties i wonder mm-hmm. being being places right that's it right photo ops going to a going to parties and shit right that's a full-time job that's a full-time job for them though yeah yeah 
as a father my wish for my daughters is for them to be modern working young women who happen to be members of the royal family yeah yeah and i'm delighted to see them building their careers prince andrew wrote when they do support the royal family in its work this is very much appreciated by my family and most importantly by those organizations and to those for whom their participation makes such a difference to their lives whilst i appreciate as granddaughters of the queen there is considerable interest in my daughters i cannot continue to stand by and have the media speculate on their futures based on my purported interventions which are completely made up and an invention princess eugenie is currently an associate director at a modern art gallery in london while princess beatrice has held several entrepreneurial jobs over the past few years okay so uh the art gallery girl is working Mm -hmm. the other girl ain't got no job she ain't got no job job. she ain't got no job yet she ain't got no job you can't even tell me what her job is Mm -hmm. she's held several jobs you can't tell me what they are (laughs) right get out of here tommy Mm-hmm. <laughs> she out here selling knives. Amway. That's that's why Charles is mad because mm-hmm. Charles knows they ain't got no job and he wants them back in the way, back in the in the in the castle. Like they need to do what they should be doing. They're not working. Mm-hmm. Them girls ain't working. Mm-hmm. That's that's what Charles is upset about. Charles is about the, how the family looks. So if they had jobs, my guess is he wouldn't say nothing. Don't sound like they got jobs. Maybe mm-hmm. she's like a, a she's trying to become a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got some hustle she's working on. <laughs> Just random stuff. Oh, I, I work down at the local art gallery. Doing what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing down there? Yeah. I show people around. Girl, they ain't nothing but Mary Kay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why Charles is pissy. He wants him back in the way in, the, in whatever the kid does buckingham palace doing it doing whatever the hell it is they're supposed to i don't know what the hell they're supposed to do is show people around i don't know yeah all right let's get into the last let's get into the last segment guys it's time to play some guest race. all right well, here we go we gotta go back we, we've taken out of the la la land of white people news time to get into some racism ah! now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today randolph and andy from the three guys on podcast and to guess the race and of course karen and the chat room play along and they are racist all right let's get into the first story a u.s cop pulls over a college student for speeding and then shows him how to tie his necktie before a big presentation they say the police are are meant to serve and protect but one wisconsin cop went above and beyond the call of duty to make sure a college student was well dressed a heartwarming new video shows officer martin folks uh i think that's how you pronounce fozik uh pulling over a university of wisconsin stout student for speeding and ending up helping the driver with his tie we're guessing the race of the student i have to get a tie tied the student explains to fozik after the officer tells him that he was going too fast i have a presentation and i thought my buddy was home i'm running behind uh when fozik asked why the student had made 
a loop around a certain street he explains he realized his friend wasn't home that's one of my good friends house he knows how to tie ties i honestly don't know how the student says where's your tie fozik then ask him the student takes the purple tie out of the backpack and the officer puts it around his own neck while i do this why don't you grab your proof of insurance and your driver's license quick he tells the student he then hands the tie over to the student telling him it should be adjustable and the team thanks him and puts it on uh probably not the best knot, but it'll work fozik says a lot better than i was gonna do that's for sure the student jokes the pair didn't go over the student's insurance before fozik eyes his handiwork and decides to fix the tie one more time kind of hard with all this crap on he jokes as he tries as he ties to knot the tie over his uniform fozik then hands the tie back to the student worrying once again that it might be too long but the student reassures him that no one will be able to tell with his jacket on all right man slow down fozik says leaving the student with a warning and a professional look before his presentation the video which was recorded on the dashboard cam of Fozik's patrol car was released by the minamani police on monday uh it has since gone viral racking up more than 300,000 views in less than 24 hours the clip even warmed the heart of the police chief who invited the student back to the station so he could teach him how to tie his own necktie guess the race of the student mm, well 100 white karen says white okay yeah i'll 100 in front of that white. all right all right randy white all right uh andy i'm gonna go black for this reason uh they released the footage uh which means they want it for a good pr and otherwise it doesn't make the news and also purple tie it might be black all right let's (laughs) let's check the chat room white boy well at least he wasn't helping dylan roof white Mm. he was given time to explain himself and retrieve his registration white he's still alive white cop let the team reach in his bag for a tie white saved by the bell white and black the correct answer is can you take yourself off screen nope okay i'm coming back though that's all right well i was gonna take you out to show the people the Uh, picture uh, okay okay. all right the correct answer is and karen randolph you got it right he was white i overthought uh, getting invited down to the police station that, that's a big one and of course well, the, uh reaching uh, in the bag that's a big one andy i gotta play this boo i'm sorry man i had too much faith in america yeah <laughs> or maybe I, I feel like you were so cynical that you know you were kind of right you know like yeah I feel because I I was alone. Like if I hadn't known, I probably would have guessed something along. The, when they said purple tie, I was like, "Hmm, that's a brother." And then you know, I got a couple purple ties though. And my thing was just someone has to alert the news, right? So the only reason you do that is for good PR. If you're the police station, mm-hmm. Karen is but I guess showing it's good PR either way. Is it showing in the chat? You can't even. You're not even in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is can you guys see the picture? yeah okay cool yeah that's a white dude good lord is that the cop yeah that's the cop and he tied the tie for what when did cops start dressing like lumberjacks what's what's going on (laughs) (laughs) guess in wisconsin it must be maybe that's a wisconsin must be cold out there man throw a big winter beard a big a big rod beard (laughs) (laughs) speaking of speaking of cold let's talk about some more uh guess the race um a toddler was found alone in a snow-covered car 
oh a colorado mother we're guessing the race of the mom has been arrested after a two-year-old son was found alone in a snow-covered car suffering from hypothermia and frostbite shit tyler was left alone in the car all friday night while the temperatures dipped below zero police oh, say his mother <laughs> nicole carmen 26 said she was involved in a car accident and left the toddler inside the vehicle however she was unable to remember the details of the accident or where her car was uh saturday at 10 40 a.m authorities started looking for a car and found it located at east 20, 120th avenue parking lot uh around noon with the two-year-old inside suffering from hypothermia and frostbite the boy was in a state of severe hypothermia but was conscious said thornton police the car was blanketed with snow there was no way of seeing what was inside police say the car showed no sign of being involved in the accident mm-hmm. uh carmen has been arrested on felony child abuse police are trying to determine the circumstances that led to the situation uh guess the race of mrs uh what's her name uh what's her first name nicole carmen white karen's going with white randolph Oh, I, I pull myself out of the running on this one because I know the story. Oh, you already know the story. Oh, that's all right. Andy, we can get back in this. I'm going to go with white. Something about that makes me think white. All right. And let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Did you already ask them, Karen? Are yes. you in there? Okay. Yes. All right. Um, let's see. Stick-waving bipolar white woman. What? Stick-waving? What does that have to do with bipolar? I don't completely no. They just felt ableist. Uh, <laughs> snow turned to ice white. They felt for that. They felt for that. They fell for that story white. White snow, pink toe. Ha! 21st name. <laughs> two first names white. White, white girl hangover story. White people <laughs> trained early to be impervious to the cold. Flip flops in the winter wearing asses white. White baby popsicle. Oh. It, it seemed like everybody went white uh and the correct answer is and uh this means everybody uh randolph wasn't wasn't eligible everybody else you got it right she was a white woman mm-hmm. and i don't know why the clap isn't playing <laughs> there you guys go a uh oh yeah y'all want to see what she looks like yeah and that's you do that add me back on okay oh i've seen <laughs> yeah randolph knows oh my thing is moving kind of slow to here too care i don't know what's going on um might have to refresh in a second this might be ready you know how sometimes it does that thing where i try to screen share and then it it doesn't i bet it's about to do that shit right now oh it'll so, pop up and go right real quick yeah are you in the chat can you see it oh i'm in the chat and okay you know yeah it's not up there. all right let me know give me i'm gonna give it a second okay but uh she looks out of it man like right Right. she like she's on something like maybe she's uh on a lot of things maybe that heroin that heron right that's that's why i said everybody ain't meant to have children and all you're gonna have is more people that have these children that they do not want yeah that that child is lucky actually Child is lucky because somebody would get it away from her. Look at look at her. Yeah. Oh, she owns whatever it is. It must be real good. Mm-hmm. Especially, it's good to her left eye. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you know, she just couldn't uh, stay focused on her child. You know. <laughs> I just can't see your way out. Oh. That's all right. Hopefully, that yeah. kid will. That kid will be. A... <laughs> what you what you say right now? 
she was on a lot of stuff. That's a lot yeah. of that's a lot of things happening at one time. Yeah. That's yeah. A car accident, the car wasn't in an accident. She couldn't remember where her kid was. That's yeah. inbreeding because her eyes are all right. <laughs> a lot of stuff happening there. Yeah. Uh all right, let's see. We'll do one more. Let's uh let's uh let's see, let's do this one. Um when the elf on the shelf mischief goes too far. Uh-oh. A mom makes a toy uh frame her young son from fra- for fra- trash in the bathroom. But then the scared tyke retaliates with an even bigger mess than blames it on the elf. That's diabolical right there. Smart child. One North Carolina mother is seriously regretting her commitment to making Elf on the Shelf fun after the mischievous toy's antics were just too believable for her young son. Lynn Heinrich got especially creative with her home's Elf earlier this month. The toy has been known to get up uh, to some naughty antics as it watches over little ones for Santa. So Lynn has hers make a big mess in her bathroom and frame her son Miles for the job. So you guys know how... um you know elf on the shelf is like a thing you buy to make your kids be good during the holidays so they'll get christmas present and you just put it up on the shelf and you say this elf is gonna watch you and if you're being bad it's gonna report to me and i'm gonna know and it's a snitch yes yeah, a snitch essentially and yeah. this is like it's for small children it's for stupid children essentially okay like obviously you get yeah. a little bit older you're like that motherfucking elf can't okay. do shit i ain't never heard no elf on the shelf my mama was like nigga you better not be in there doing no shit i told you not to. right the end black mama tell you where your presents are and still tell you not to look right they in that back room I right see you in, I'ma don't let me catch you up. don't let me catch you under my bed uh but when miles saw the mess and grew worried he get in trouble for the elf's deeds he fired back creating a much worse mess and blaming it on the elf on the shelf ah! lynn shared her bemused frustration on facebook <laughs> where it's been shared over eighteen thousand times last night i did my motherly duty of da- moving the damn elf she wrote so i was feeling creative and i got shaving cream and sprayed it all over the bathroom mirror and filled one of the two sinks with shaving cream uh, she left a note saying miles did it referring to her son and the angel the elf was holding the pencil and had his arm around the shaving cream what lynn clearly didn't realize though is that miles takes that little elf very seriously and fully believed he was getting framed for the bathroom disaster <laughs> so miles woke up before me went to the bathroom apparently got scared shitless and that he was going to get in so much trouble that he needed to cover his tracks so my son apple of my eye the monster of my i was on on bed rest for five months for when i was uh when i went through 21 hours of labor for it took three hours to push his huge ass head out well he he decided to frame the elf we can go ahead and do the race right now you can stop uh he decided to frame the elf instead of working with shaving cream however which is easy to clean up the youngster pulled out a black marker and drew squiggly lines all over the bathroom walls then he wrote a note he wrote a note with the marker to leave with the elf reading you are ugly lynn the marker (laughs) (laughs) i like that he was no lynn is his mom i like that he was smart enough not to put mom because uh, that's how my brother got caught with uh trying to forge my mom's signature one time oh no it wasn't my brother it was a classmate and i was in third grade and it, the teacher was like did your mother sign this he's like yes she's like then why does it say mom <laughs> he's like no my mama right that's my mom's son mm-hmm. your mama actually got a name the marker was left in the elf's hand uh i have to give him some credit there 
she wrote grudgingly he is smarter than some dumb some of the dumbasses on snapped or i almost got away with it kind of scary if i think about that anyway so now because of this motherfucking text elf i have to paint my bathroom again i mean how can i yell at him without telling him i know he did it because i did the shaving cream she added since she shared the story she has sent thousands of readers into hysterics and also helped them out with a fair warning uh and luckily she later added the marker wasn't as permanent as she she thought thanks to high gloss paint on the walls it washed right off with soap and water so uh guess the race of lynn and her son karen i'm going white karen's going white randolph randolph Uh uh-oh what happened to did i lose him oh shit i lost everybody all right am i connected nope you're not moving refresh i didn't realize you weren't moving okay at least you're not moving on my screen okay i'm gonna try this try to is everybody else in there Mm-hmm. so it's just me mm-hmm. okay i'm re- tell everybody i'm refreshing okay yeah it could just be maybe that's just all it is i'm sure i'll be back on camera soon yeah i think my my shit just went down for a second I have lost Rod. Have I lost everybody else? Oh, can you? If I you, think Rod is refreshing. Yeah, if you can hear me, okay. Rod is refreshing. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about that, guys. I got uh, got okay. cut off. Um, but okay, so Randolph, what are you going? What race? These are black people. All right. I mean, I mean all all the uh, all the clues are there. Particularly the mother complaining about pushing his big head out. Come on, <laughs> uh, Andy. No, I think definitely black. All right. And the kid's name is Miles too. Let's check the Miles. chat room and see what they believe. Um uh I think I may have back twice. Okay. Um knows and calls his mom by her first name White. Both the elf and the kid call her by their first name. <laughs> call her by her first name White. What white nonsense is this? Black. White woman raising a future president, apparently. She's she's this is the last time I tried a damn elf on the shelf black uh the, the black uh, uh wait are we silent can y'all hear oh wait okay i think they can hear us mm-hmm. yeah. um all right so yeah the correct answer is and uh karen you went white randy and andy went black most of the chat room went black this is gonna this is gonna divide the nation but she was white Mm-hmm. I knew she was white because cause, mm-mm. Like Shamee Spicy. Mm-mm. If that was a black woman, that would not have went down like that. Mm-mm. Mm. Uh, and uh, got to boo you guys who said black. That Facebook post would have been a whole hell of a lot different. Karen, I got to take y'all screen to show everybody uh, her race. And then I'll add you back and that'll be the last story. Um, uh, I did say this is the bonus round, right? Did I say that? I don't I even don't know, know if I did. Well, anyway, it's the bonus round. Yeah, we gotta get out of here eventually. Uh, so yeah, this is her and her son. Um, <clears throat> this blonde oh, lady, very white, very white. Her son's very white as well. So maybe she's just one of those woke white women. I don't know. Sound like yeah. yeah. I mean, she has some good cussing in there. Yeah, I mean, nine times fun. She fucking, she fucking up the house, and it was all uh, cool. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> yeah that yeah she did take paint on drawing on my walls Mm -hmm. yeah she took drawing on the walls way too casually right 
she's like and i can't even tell them Mm-mm. Mm-mm. the get the gig is up the jig is up what? as they say <laughs> i know you did this shit that's how that because i did the other shit <laughs> and i can do it because it's my walls that's why. That right you ain't pay for shit you ain't pay for no walls in here that's how that did the elf tell you no i know <laughs> that's how that conversation would have went what the uh, fuck you drawing on my walls for all right uh last thing uh we got to talk about you know obviously the longest uh sound clip in podcast <laughs> history <laughs> Damn swords! <laughs> I like the weakest sword fight. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and until that right there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, before you get started, yeah, me and Roger had went to the Walker Stalker Con uh, here last weekend, and we were sitting waiting and kind of find out uh, it was gonna be a sword. Uh, uh, panel where they gonna talk about swords we was like nope got to go we need we need to stay Mm-mm. yeah uh also um yeah that sword fight is weak it's not it's not like the highlander no not like the yeah. highlander yeah it's not it's not queen like ain't that. singing in the background uh, uh a new hampshire man armed with a sword was arrested after a domestic disturbance call police said they arrested a man after a, with a with a sword uh following a short chase in the woods uh about 2 30 a.m monday the alleged incident began after police responded to a domestic disturbance at a home in freedom gregory reagan 34 uh reportedly fled the scene before the cops could uh could arrive he abandoned his car and then he took off into the woods by the way classic mistake that that just does not work out very often the get out the car and take it hoof it on foot like middle of the night too it's 2 30 yeah, in the morning yeah, yeah just in the morning you run it. average oh. a- average person is not prepared for a night in the woods anyway i don't know what he was thinking uh he was charged with stalking criminal trespass reckless operation breach of bail false imprisonment criminal threatening and disobeying an officer and he was held on a thousand dollar cash bail that's it wow it's a lot of shit for thousand well let's just put him back on the streets <laughs> the fuck uh put back in the woods just leave him in the woods yeah right. that'll be punishment enough yeah when you come out just bring a hundred dollars and you can go back home <laughs> uh all right man make sure you guys check out three guys on man i listen to them every week they uh, are fun yeah it's so such a good show yeah. man they always introduce us to all kinds of comedians and guests yes, and stuff do um and and you know there's just you know i actually sometimes send them stories because i just want to hear them riff on the same shit that i've already read like i'm just like oh they would be killing this you know so uh that you know a lot of respect for those guys and like i said support them uh get andy's album when it's out yeah get randolph's album it's still out blue magic uh get tim miller's album rule of thirds uh let me can i plug a show right quick oh yeah that was my next question go ahead Hey, January 12th, I will be at the Draft House location in D.C. proper. Okay, in D.C., the Draft House location. Go to their website. It's called dcstandup.com. No, the draft, it's, it's drafthousecomedy.com. Thank you, Andy. Yeah, D.C. Standup is a different website. Where did I get D.C. Standup? Where did I get that from? That's Chris White's website. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I must have had that on my mind for some reason. Draft, drafthousecomedy.com. 
that is the website. Uh, I'll be there January 12th. It's in D.C. Um, working on a new hour. I'm going to start my work uh, headlining at that show that Thursday night. So come on through. With Chris uh, Lambert. Chris Lambert will be opening for me. So y'all oh. come on. He's down and he's going to open for me. So y'all come on and get it. That's what's up, man. Yeah, and what about you, Andy? Uh, well, this Friday, the 23rd, I'm at the DC Improv Lounge opening for Ryan Connor. There's two shows. The early show is sold out, so you can come to the late show, which is uh, 945. I think there's still a few tickets left. New Year's Eve, I'm at, I'm at a restaurant called That's Amore in Rockville, Maryland. Um, go to my Facebook page. You'll see a post about it. And uh, I guess all the ticket info is on there, too. I just had a JPEG that I posted. So if you're looking for New Year's plans, come to that. And then January 21st, I'm at the DC Improv in the main room opening for Jeff Maurer just one night, January 21st. Yeah, y'all put in on a jet fund. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we need a jet. Uh, all right, guys, we'll be back uh, possibly this weekend, depending on how things yeah, go, but more Monday. than likely we'll see y'all Monday. Monday. Um, until then, uh, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Yeah.